What's up, everybody? This is the Common Cast Podcast once again. You hear my beautiful voice, you know shit's about to get real. Shit's about to get real because my guest for today's episode is my girlfriend, Rebecca Manley. Um, we decided to do this. Um, well, actually, you know what? I got some other shit to talk about before I get into the guest because this is becoming official now. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you to everybody who listens to the podcast, reviews it, gives it a like, a share, uh, gives it to their friends, tells their friends to listen to it, or even just listens to it and talks shit about it, or tells me that they hate it. Whatever. You guys are still listening to it, and it's giving it attention, and I appreciate it. Um, to the point to where I'm actually having people reach out to me to be on the podcast, which is really, really cool because uh, I don't have to search for people now. I mean, I do, but um, it's kind of cool having people from from different aspects of, of life reaching out to me just to kind of pick my brain about uh, podcasting and, and what I'm doing and the show and, and reaching out to be on the show as well because they like the content and they feel that it... Uh, it is. It serves a purpose, and that's what I'm about, serving purposes. So I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Um, obviously, it, this is very cool. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be having more guests. I'm gonna be able to to book more people and 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 get some couple extra extra guests in here. Um, I'm still gonna do the solo episodes, obviously, but um, I mean, I've been pu- consistently pushing this out every Thursday, or recording every Thursday, and then pushing it out within a day or two. Um, and yeah, it's falling into place pretty well, so I'm excited. And uh, yeah, got that going on. And of course, March 16th, 17th, and 18th, I will be in the lovely, lovely Pioneer Town, California. Well, I'll be in California from the 14th to the, I think, 23rd of June. Um, so I'll be in California, so if anybody wants to hang out, come say what's up. We'll party, we'll rage, grab a drink, whatever. Um, but the 16th, the 17th, and the 18th, I will be in Pioneer Town at the SoCal Psych Out. Um, SoCal Psych Out is a festival that is being thrown uh, on those three days. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Pioneer Town, California. Uh, it is a uh, pretty just like a psychedelic festival, pretty much how how it explains it. Um, think of like a Burning Man, um, but the indie version, uh, I guess. So yeah, it's going to be a bunch of uh, a bunch of psychedelic rock bands and and artists out there, DJs. Um, they're going to be playing in Pioneer Town. There's going to be several stages all three days. They're also going to have a lot of interactive stuff going on. They're going to have uh, yoga classes. They're going to have live artists, live painting, um, a whole slew of things that they're going to have up there. Uh, they are on like the weekly basis just releasing new artists and new vendors that are coming through and, and participating in this, event and, and, in this event, and it's a pretty big deal. Um, I was able to take part in, 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 uh, in sponsoring it and helping promote it last year. And I have the opportunity to go out to California and actually attend it this year. I'm going to be out there doing interviews with a lot of the artists that are performing. I'm actually going to start booking those probably um, closer to the end of the month, beginning of March. Um, So I'll start announcing what artists I'm going to have on. Um, I don't really know how I'm going to do it. Clearly, I'm not going to do uh, an hour, two hour podcast with a bunch of bands at a festival. No, but I'll probably do something cool, like maybe some interviews, uh, like quick, uh, you know, just quick buzzkill interviews just to kind of get a couple big questions out there. Uh, maybe sit down with a couple of the headliners and, and just get some in-depth information from them and some insight into their world. Um, and their part in the festival. And then of course I'm going to sit down with, uh, Shaman Rock, who is, is my buddies, John and Daniel Gaylor. They're, uh, the ones throwing the festival. They have a very, very, very big hand in all this. And without them, none of this would, would happen. So yeah, March 16th, 17th and 18th, Pioneer Town, the SoCal Psych Out. You can check it out on Instagram and Facebook. There's an event page up for all over the place and you can get your tickets through Eventbrite. Um, so if you just go to Eventbrite and search SoCal Psych Out, um, Psych Out is spelled P-S-Y-C-H-E-O-U-T. 
Yezzle. Yezzle. Check it out and find it. It'll be cool. Um, yeah, that is it. Today's episode features my lovely, beautiful girlfriend, Rebecca Manley. Um, we talk about our relationship. We did it on Valentine's Day, which was cool, so we recorded this on Wednesday. Um, she recently graduated. I've been talking about it, and she's just been a badass for like the last year and been working really hard. So I had her on the show so she could talk about it and talk about her uh, her hard work, her struggles, her challenges, her uh, her strengths, her successes, her accomplishments, all that good stuff. We kind of touched on our relationship because uh, that's been a talking point as of late with with couple different uh, yeah just different things that we've got going on. And so we were able to kind of share that with everybody, and it was a cool experience. We get really derpy, we really geek out. I'm expecting my friends to talk a bunch of shit. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're probably disgustingly cute. So if you don't want to hear that, then this episode may not be for you, but if you want to hear about, uh, romance relationships and, um, accomplishing your goals, then this is the episode for you. My girlfriend, Rebecca Manley. I appreciate you guys tuning in common chaos net for all your needs, merch, all that good stuff. Uh, share this with your friends so we can keep doing it. Appreciate it. Thanks. I assure you that Me? Hi. Yeah. Yep. It's right. Becca. Perfect. It is. Again. Well, is, it's Becca again. <laughs> All righty. And we are off. This is the Common Chaos Podcast. There you go. My levels are good now. Yay. I am your host, Brian Kern, as always. Um, and I am here with my lovely girlfriend, Rebecca Manley. Hello. It's Valentine's Day, so it we're is. being derpy and doing a podcast together. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, goddammit. You're about to get a <laughs> shit ton of knowledge from us today. Yep. Dropping um, bombs. Dropping bombs. I love it. Um, <laughs> this was actually kind of uh, random. Well, actually, Becca was my my planned guest for a while. Uh, she just recently graduated from Aveda doing cosmetology school. She did has been doing that for the last year. Um, so I wanted her on to talk about that and just kind of talk about life and discuss her future and her, you know, her her last year in, in school and what she's been focusing on and paying attention with. And just so happened that we were going to do it today, and it's Valentine's Day, and I just kind of planned it last minute, and it worked out. So, yeah, we're going to have a little bit of a relationship discussion. She was on, I believe, my third episode. Um, no, my second episode. I don't know what it was. Yep, it was my second episode because I had a cancellation, and she answered the Becca signal and was like, yeah, of course <laughs> I'll do it. I'll get on. And What's the Becca signal look like? I, if I were to have, like, a bat signal that went in the air, a butt. how would you say Just a butt, a booty, <laughs> side shot of the butt, dude. Like... <laughs> <laughs> this is the side shot of the butt. What else? What, right. is, what else would it be? I don't know. I guess that's fair. I don't know. I I really don't. I you know me better than shot, anyone else. So. I would say side shot of the butt, and we're probably going to get I think everyone would definitely agree. agree. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody anyone would disagree. Anybody that's listening not to wrong. this that knows you. Yeah, it's not wrong. Knows that it's the booty. Yeah. Um, Yours would be a brochacho. Would it be? <laughs> it wouldn't last long. I, just a mustache. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't know about that. No? Maybe. Maybe. Did you like it? Did you have reservations? There's a couple pictures on the Instagram and, and a couple pictures. My profile picture on my Facebook actually is is me with full mustache. That wasn't the brochacho, though. That was the... Yeah, it was um, just a mustache. No, it was the... Um, the God, I had a name for it. I forget. I'll think of it. But it had a name. Um, <laughs> but All mustaches have names. 
it wasn't it, I don't know I just I thought I could rock a mustache and I can't I just not a mustache person one of my friends even commented and was like, wow, Brian really needs to shave his mustache. Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. Goddamn her. Shout out, Jamie. <laughs> Shout out to Jamie. <laughs> Shout out to Jamie and Alex. And hey, Alex. We're Alex, doing a podcast. Yeah, Alex's podcast. Uh, what is it? The Working Class Pirates. Working Class Pirates, Alex's podcast. Check it out. It's good. Um, yeah, plugs. That's what I do all day, babe. I just plug people on this thing. So if you have anybody that you want to plug. What does that mean? Just plug shout out whoever oh you can just say shout out i don't think i need to plug anybody plug that's what it's called on the streets is it like peg a plug Ooh, hey <laughs> so we're gonna talk about relationships today <laughs> happy valentine's day happy valentine's day no i hope everybody out there is having a uh, fantastic valentine's day if you're not in a relationship um then hey you can still take the day to 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 take care of yourself and pamper yourself and love yourself um, love yourself. But it's a, a day of relationships. It's a day that love's supposed to be in the air. You can have Valentine's Day if you're a girl. Yeah. You're chill with your girlfriends, do something fun. Yeah, and you can have Valentine's Day with your bros if you're into bromances. Bro in times. Bro time, bro down. Bro down a at the bro deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's up, man? What's up, babe? How you how You just you? called me I man. I did, I did, because wow. that's my go-to. I know, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. What's up, man, is my go-to, like, intro, like, hey, so start talking. Um, no, so I, babe, I want you to talk about uh, your last year and, and graduating and officially being done with, with school. It took you a minute to kind of decide what you wanted to do, but I it think that's more something, than a minute. something everybody goes through. So how does it feel to officially be graduated? You know. On to the next chapter. It feels so good. <laughs> it really, really does. My whole last year was honestly just, like, a blur. It went by really fast, but it feels like it was forever ago that I started, okay. honestly. So a lot in a short amount of time. A lot in a short amount of time, for sure. I learned a lot. I probably learned more about myself and real life rather than hair, <laughs> which isn't entirely true. I can still do your hair, right? but there's still a lot more to learn about hair. Um, but I think it taught me specifically just a lot about persistence and dedication and all those good qualities that you want to have like as you're entering adulthood or career confidence um or just as you grow i think just too. as you grow yeah exactly so any any anytime you are learning something the opportunity to learn about yourself as well i think is right. there and, and you're very advantageous of that. You you take advantage of that whenever you can, I think. I you're try. I always, always want to be better. I yeah, mean, dude. just as a person, honestly, and at the things that I do, I always, always do. But you you attach yourself to those things. So, like, you know that, that going to school is an opportunity to learn about yourself. Like, right. we, last night, uh, me, and, me and Becca had a discussion with Roger from the Bronx. Um, shout out Roger. Shout out to Roger. Happy uh, birthday yesterday. Yeah, his birthday was yesterday. Happy happy birthday, Roger. We hung out with him last night and had good discussions. And mm-hmm. one of them, obviously, is we were talking about coming on here and talking about relationships and um, t- or just the the, the what we were going to discuss in general. And you brought up school and you brought up how uh, you were asked what your passion was and it's your photography. So you brought in mm-hmm. like your photography, you know, your shots that you're proud of and that you enjoy and shared it with the class and you broke down. Yeah. But that's what you live for. Like you you hype up about those days and you get you get really in your head about them. And I think those are the times where you flourish. Like, of course you're going to cry because you get to express <laughs> yourself. But I know that you took so much from that one experience. I know. I'm going to try not to cry on this podcast today, guys. No. You know, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she's already started. 
<laughs> tears are coming. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> Somebody help. Send help. I called you out because uh, Becca graduated, what is it, like three weeks now, right? Um, Maybe two. I don't know. It's... Yeah, maybe two. It's been a couple. Yeah, and she was listening to... I think this was my first full week actually out of school, but graduated. My ceremony was before I actually graduated, so that's, like, weird for some people, but it's fine. Yeah. It happened. Yeah, it did. It's all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you... Um, are you glad it's over? You said there's, there's still a lot to learn about hair. Like, do you, do you feel that you're ready to take on that learning in the moment? Oh, yeah. Position, learning as assisting. Cause, so yeah. she works at Urban Betty, which is a, a world-renowned salon. I talk about it pretty frequently on Shout here. Shout out Urban Betty. Shout out to Urban Betty. Powerful Urban Betty. That's a oh, very yeah. powerful team. If there's, a, if there's a small business or if there's a team that, that I personally would promote that is is a good model of of just how a business succeeds and how it's how it's supposed to be ran and it's successful and not only from the business aspect but from the social aspect mm-hmm. team outings uh, support for for its employees urban betty yeah. is, a, is a shining example it's true shelly and and that entire team they do a fantastic job and so becca now that she's graduated is going to be assisting under one of their uh top uh hairstylists mm-hmm. so she's going to have the opportunity to really learn hands-on from a team that gets a lot of recognition right and for yeah. like the scope of recognition, Urban Betty's consistently in the top 200 salons in the entire U.S. for in different categories. Last or this past year, it was in growth, in culture. We're always in culture, constantly we ranked. Culture, constantly ranked in like a bunch of different categories. I think there are like 12 categories for the whole thing that you can get ranked in, and we're always in at least like six or seven of them. Um, and then just Austin-based, we're either the number one or in the top three salons based on every, like, local magazine or That's a statistic I dropped, I think, I think last week or the week yeah. before, as I was looking into it, and you guys have been either one or two, like, I think the last seven years or six oh, years yeah, or something like that, definitely. or in the top three in those last six years. And it's, like, it's crazy <laughs> to me that I even ended up there because I had by no chance, idea. By chance, It was literally too. by chance that I got my job there and that I fit the mold and they accepted me and could even start I I started there just at the front desk like not knowing a damn thing about hair or anything all I could do was front desk stuff because that's all I've ever done as far as work goes and they just had an opening and it called my name really so looking back on your year and and you saying that it was a lot it seems like longer than a year you obviously took on a lot of responsibilities and having to learn pretty much something that you weren't even planning on learning what from starting at urban betty and being around was it the business culture that that enticed you to want to start doing hair was it the fact that you saw an opportunity to make money was it the fact that you saw an opportunity to maybe be creative what Mm -hmm. puts you on the path because again you were kind of questioning what you wanted to do and and this is right. something that we all struggle with and becca if there's something <laughs> that struggle if there's something that that i i love about you is that you're just so indecisive like that's part of like oh, your God. journey through life is figuring out how to decide on things and f- seeing you actually pick something and settle on it follow it through and, and do it i'm so proud of you because <laughs> this you are excited about this like you the other things that you were involved in and the other things that you were doing you you had intention behind what you did and you you were interested but it didn't grab you i don't think mm-hmm. i don't think it puts you in a position where you were forced to learn about yourself and forced right. to kind of try something that you know would would be a channel for your creativity or mm-hmm. your inner 
and to see you complete it has been I think this is a perfect thing for you, but again, it wasn't in your plans. So right. what kind of got you on that path and what, what got you through it? Well, one thing I want that you just said now, like it put me in a position where I could learn more about myself and it's like being in regular school, traditional college or whatever, I already knew that I hated writing papers. Like right. just I literally did that for however many years and years and years it takes to graduate high school, three years of community college, two years on and off of like trying to figure out something else, school related still, like still taking classes, but just in different fields because I was just trying to find something to find that something. fit. But I mean, at the end of it, all it is is writing papers and making shit up and <laughs> pretending like you know what you're talking about. But you're, <laughs> or that you're interested. And in pretending all. that, I mean, <coughs> I was interested in, in a lot of stuff, but it wasn't like anything that I wanted. I don't enjoy writing papers. That doesn't get me motivated. I don't enjoy class discussions. I don't enjoy, like, I enjoy learning for sure, but I like to... I don't know. I really just like to learn as, I don't know. I don't like to do busy work. You're, I, you're, I'm very practical. I want to like get to the point and like be able to look back and see how I've progressed. When in school, it just feels like you just write paper after paper, do project after project, and like, how do you judge if you've gotten there's any a better? Certain, like, there's, there's definitely a certain aspect, or not an aspect, but a certain degree of learning that people can achieve by doing that 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 mundane schoolwork right but it caps off i think you can't hold everybody's attention that way and we were talking earlier about a coworker of yours and how you relate a lot to her Mm -hmm. because you see yourself in her she's a little bit younger than you are but you can relate to how you felt when you were her age right and you understand how she's expressing herself and how she's kind of longing to have that that voice or that way that she can express herself right and i think that that's probably what you discovered yeah, whatever it may be, but she's probably one of those people that needs that creative outlet to kind of learn, to learn about herself. Right. And you, that just seems like exactly the mold that you would fall into. You would right. fall into that mold where you have to have a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. School doesn't allow you to be creative right. to, for the most part. You know, once you get into maybe those graduate years and you actually get to do the internships and you yeah. get into the fields you want to get into and you actually start getting your hands dirty in what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have an idea of what you want to do or you're not sure, you have to kind of allow yourself to be creative and be imaginative and allow yourself to explore these weird areas that you don't normally explore because you'll find something there. Right. I think that's what, looking from the outside in, that's definitely what this did for you is it gave you an outlet to kind of be... To express yourself. It, like, forced me into it, too. Like, when I was in school, I was a procrastinator. As because much it's probably as boring. It, as much as anyone could be, I think the phrase is, do today, do today, or something, or yep. do tomorrow, do tomorrow, some shit like yep. that. That's exactly who I was as a person in school. And do it's you think just it didn't so challenge you unnecessary, stressful. I mean, it was, like, I don't, I don't know what it was. I just didn't. I don't. I. I guess I didn't grow up like with the discipline to right, sit down, do my homework, get it done, get it completed, get it done, do it. And on. it's so funny because when I'm actually at work, I, when I get there, I want to do everything that I can right away so I can spend the rest of my day like chilling or yeah. like focusing on the relationships, get all that busy work out of the way so yep. I can just like enjoy my time. But when I was like in school, it was completely the opposite. I would be like, I don't want to 
I don't want to just sit down and do all this shit, even though I know when I'm done with it, I can have a life. I'd rather, like, fucking fuck around <laughs> until it's you, too late. And, you and then cry to my teachers and be like, hey, can I just, like, I'm just really stressed out. Can I just turn this in a little late and still get an okay grade? And they're like, yeah, you're crying. That's fine. Like, you have a break, girl. And Valedictorian, like, by the way. <laughs> Valedictorian for her class, by the way. In, at Aveda. At Aveda. So... I like, I mean, Aveda taught me so much about just like yourself. It you, challenged you. You can't procrastinate. Like you can't. someone sitting in your chair, you have got to do their hair right then and there. Because like you can't, you can't run away. You can't hide from it. It's a lot of like confronting fears. You fuck up. You fuck up. Yeah. You ha- what are you, you gonna do to up, fix it? You got to think about it. Yep. It's it's like really, I enjoy like the skill part to it and making people happy. You do. Really. And honestly, I think that a lot of it has to do with you not being challenged because if there's something that I admired from you or admired about you throughout the process was that you 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 were challenged. You came home because, I don't know, I feel like when we first got together, um, we part of the connection I think that makes us work, and this will go into the relationship talk, is we know how to compliment one another when it comes to our goals. Like, right. you're very supportive of me. I try to be supportive of you. Um, and when you were in school, we stu- we would study together. Mm-hmm. And we would kind of, like, challenge each other back and forth. We learned and all the bones of the body We did learn together. all the bones of the body <laughs> together. And, like, that was fun for you, and you enjoyed it. But I think it's because you had that interaction with me that made it fun. Yeah. And it was, like, the beginning of our relationship. So it kind of right. kept you in tune. But you weren't really into learning about the bones of the body. You I give wasn't. give a fuck. No. And then I drop that class so yeah and you got out of it and it's it's you know but even that even that interesting aspect and that that i think is proof that that probably wasn't for you because you were having fun doing it but it wasn't that that was fun it was the involvement with me or the new relationship that was fun once you got bored of the like studying about the bones i was i was not about to spend hours of my day every single day learning the different parts of the bones and then learning about the insertions of muscles like that was just not my thing it's cool to know i still have my little reference book which i'll use if i ever need to know something about a bone or a muscle and that's cool but i don't i don't know that's just just wasn't something that you were gonna yeah coming home when you were doing Aveda and when you were doing the cosmetology school you were challenged you were really Mm -hmm. really challenged and you you it got to you sometimes, and it defeated you in some cases where you, you felt that you were you know, doing something good or it was taking you too long, or you had those test days where everything was fine, but then you came home and it took you a while to do a haircut and things just... But it also, at the same time, still allowed you to have that outlet right. to some extent. And I think and that's what... it would what actually always turn out fine. It would. And you would come Hashtag home... Hashtag valedictorian. No, and that's just <laughs> it. Like, And that's, I hope, the message that's being translated is it is important to have those challenges and those tough times because it really teaches you a lot about yourself and it teaches you what you can handle Mm -hmm. and you did you dove into something that you weren't even sure you wanted to do and you didn't know why you were doing it you just you saw I just had to well I think you asked that earlier and I didn't answer the question like what got me to start doing it what about the business or whatever when I started at Urban Betty I really saw the scope of success and like just how well people
people can do in this industry. And everyone, I mean, half the people there have degrees. And they were like, yeah, I wasn't using it. I wasn't, I'd make more money doing this than I would with my degree. I don't, I mean, it's cool and interesting that I have it. Money and hairstyling, by the way. If anybody doesn't know, Yeah, I mean, not in every market, but Austin's a great place for it. Um, So I just saw that. I saw people of all ages doing it, people learning. The salon culture's awesome. Like, we have, we really have an amazing team. And to be like, part of all of that, it's just like everything that I could want was like just right there. Yeah, it's rewarding for you, I think. Yeah. You're always proud of your team when you guys get, you know, get awards or get mentioned somewhere and you did a little review for your, for the stuff that you guys do and it's good. I think you've definitely found your, at least your niche for now. And Yeah. And, are you, and that's another thing too. It's like, I didn't know if this was what I wanted to do forever, but it's something I could definitely do now and definitely yeah. need to do now. And I mean, it could take me in any direction that so what I do you, could ever want. What do you see the, let's say, the next like six months to a year? What do you what do you hope to accomplish? I know that you're going to go through these levels, obviously, of assisting right. and then hopefully getting a spot. But what do you, now that you're done with school and the learning process or the learning requirements are there, and now mm-hmm. you can start establishing yourself and, you know, you're doing appointments and... I again, and I talked about this last week. I love your ethic, and I love the way that you drive to be successful. And you immediately got into doing appointments once you graduated, and and, and taking on clients or having people follow you or starting your networking. You're like you're already gung ho. Right. So what's the plan? What what do you what, what would you like to accomplish within the next year? And and how do you see yourself doing it? Well, the plan's definitely to just give it everything that I have, really. Um, I mean, I don't have any other obligations aside from obviously like you and coming home and right. but that's a Life. given yeah, like yeah, yeah. that will happen. Um, as far as work goes, I'm just gonna go and be nice and <laughs> be willing to work and do whatever I can. I'm gonna have to do my apprenticeship, which will take six months um, ish. Hopefully, we'll start in March doing that. Um, once that's done, I'm going to be just on my own, taking whoever comes in or whoever calls and asks for me and starting all that off. Who knows how that's going to go? I don't know. I'm just kind of in it along for the ride, really. But if I were to put an actual goal out there, I want to be like at least I want to level up once by this time next year. So, I mean, and that puts me on track to be doing it as fast as I can. So at Urban Betty, it takes three months to sit, um, I'm sorry, to hit certain goals before you can level up. So once I'm done with my apprenticeship, I'll be like entry level. And after. does that mean you'll have your own spot there? You'll be a hairstylist at yeah, Urban yeah. Betty? So once I finish my apprenticeship, I well, I do have to do like a final client and there's right. technically no guarantee that like I could have it's a test. It's a certification yeah, type of process. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, but assuming that that happens, um, I'll start off at an entry level. Um, I'll spend three months trying to hit some goals, and then three months I level up. And then every three months, if I hit those goals, which go up according to the level, then I level up and level up, level up. Um, so my goal now is just to hit that first level, next level, as soon as I can. And then after that, I don't know if I particularly 
I don't know. It doesn't. I don't feel like there's any rush, honestly, right. to be like a level four by the time I'm like 26. Like yeah. I don't. Not that I'm not motivated. If it happens, it happens. But I'd like to. Spend, You're still long for the ride. You're yeah. on the ride. You're not gonna try to manipulate it. Or right. I want to like learn and spend time with my clients and I don't know just see how it all goes I think it's it's, up to them I think it's interesting too that you're kind of taking the business aspect of it you're you're making sure that you you have your clients that you really enjoyed that you worked on at Aveda and your Bettys and yeah and all the ones that 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 you really enjoyed working with I know like Um, you got your Instagram like one of my clients reached out to me this morning and was like hey for advice I know she's like I'm getting my hair done at Aveda they have me scheduled with this person is she okay um, but let me know when you're doing hair at Urban Betty. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> like, it's so sweet. It's so nice. Yeah. And I'm trying not to put any pressure on. I mean, I kind of put pressure on my clients to come and see me. Or I just always kept them in the loop. Like, yeah, I have a job. This is where it is. And I tell them all about it every single time they came just to, like, plant the seed that, hey, like, I do enjoy you. And I think it would be cool if, like, I could still keep doing your hair. But no pressure. I know you like Aveda. I know you like their products. I know you like their color line and whatever. But if you want a haircut, if you want a blowout, like, you can still come see me, and I would enjoy that. So I I don't know if anyone's really going to follow me. I don't know who, if there they are, do. There are. There are going to be people that follow I don't know. I, I mean, they're pro- I'll probably get a couple. She knows but. there are because she's been <laughs> planting the seeds, and she's so, trying to not be. I'm trying to be modest, I guess, but <laughs> I but and if, if uh, so, talking on that, Becca, if there's anything that you probably struggle with, it's uh, it's like having that dissatisfied customer. Like Becca likes, I think this is why it fits because you like that clientele. You you so she obviously, like she said, worked at the front desk. That's what she does. She did at the Marriott. She did mm-hmm. for a vacation resort uh, back in California where we lived, and that's just what you're used to. And uh, you saw at the vacation resort, you saw, and we've talked about this, but people in like their happy place. They're on vacation right. with their family. You had generally all nice interactions. Just an all around happy, good fun time. environment, good vibes. Right. Exactly. Come to Austin, working at a hotel, you're dealing the with worst. people that are feeling entitled. You're dealing with people that are maybe mm-hmm. having bad days, that are angry for whatever reasons, no judgments, but you maybe not don't react to that the best way. Right. And learning that you're more of a personalized clientele type of person, a personalized, mm-hmm. hey, I like you, and you and me connect so I can have a relationship with you. And that's how you build your right. clientele. And I definitely think that you've made you've got you've grown leaps and bounds in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, you have discovered that that is the type of person that you are, and you highlight the or not necessarily you make it a point to put in effort to building those relationships and i think now you're acknowledging that to the level to where you're you are being modest because you've already told me that you have people that are going to follow you and you have people that are going to reach out to you and 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 contact you and and still keep in touch because they do like your work and you have built built those relationships and that's just proof that you're doing that it's a good job that it's paying off yeah. because you're building them and they're sticking and and people are reaching out to you and you do have a little bit of a following i mean even in school it was like so i would surprise myself sometimes with like being able to just talk to people like anybody whoever it was i was like that was what i was probably most nervous about going into school was can i even hold a conversation like what so what I, got you through those like those tough particular incidents like when you were dealing with maybe a person that you weren't clicking with 
what gave you that reinforcement to just get through it? Just get through that. it because I feel the people listening to this, they're going to want to find a, a value in, in, in overcoming things and the perseverance. You said that that's what school taught right. you is to persevere, be persistent. What got you through those tough moments, those tough, oh, man, I don't, I'm not liking this? Um, honestly, I think just who I am as a person is very patient. And if I couldn't find something to talk to or if I would ask questions and they just – for short answers or something, I just wouldn't say anything. And it honestly just comes down to like being good at listening and listening to your clients from the get go and like, hey, are you having a good day? And then if they're like, yeah, you know, I just had work, so I'm kind of tired. I'm like, okay, well then I, I know that I'm not gonna start berating you with a million questions. You're probably just ready to like chill out because that's what I would do, you know? De-stress a little bit. Yeah, I'll give them their little head massage when I shampoo them and oh, see if massage. that like loosens them up a bit, who knows? But I even had one client once where she was definitely in a bad mood and I was like, I don't know if this is going okay. Like, I don't know if she likes me. I don't know. That's what I mean. So I, I what like, got you through those tough ones where you were ugh. like, can this be over now? Can <laughs> <laughs> this be done? Just a lot of like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Passive just responses. Like, yep. oh, that's interesting. Or just, I don't know, whatever. Oh, you don't Getting say. Talk- really? <laughs> like just the generic. <laughs> um, but being like open, <laughs> really just being open and honest and receptive to whatever people do have to say. And then by the end of that whole thing, like that lady still tipped me 20 bucks and she's one of the ones that wants to follow me. There so I don't know. I was so confused at the end of that appointment because I was I was convinced <laughs> that there was something wrong. So I that take it back. Becca time. doesn't have advice. She just was, literally rides it by the seat of her pants. It, and pretty it works much. Out. I mean, that's all you can do. But if you do that with like an open mind and open heart, and with like with a spirit of like giving, understanding, listening, trying to relate to people, like that's how you're going to be successful. Not just in hair, but in anything that that's you do. True. You that's know, a, in relationships. True. Yeah. It is. It's that acceptance. Yeah. And okay. So that goes back to the relationships. Me and Becca were talking about our relationship. And uh, this has been a topic I think of that's been brought up with you and me a lot recently. Mm -hmm. And obviously, it's going to be a good time to talk about it because it's Valentine's Day. But just you made a comment in regards to our relationship. Um, or how not in just ours but how you approach relationships just putting all the bullshit aside right putting all the differences all the little bickering the little disagreements that are going to come with any relationship ever because they're all going to have them understand that you just have to put those little things aside the petty issues put those aside and just approach things with patience understanding Think about what you're gonna say before you say it. Yeah. Don't just like make Which some snide little comment. Which is ironic too, because you like you, <laughs> your filter from time to time isn't the most. <laughs> it probably is. No, that's true. That is true. I'm sorry. Shout out to whoever I've offended over the years by one simple comment Not that I didn't really, probably didn't mean. It's all the time, and, it, and it's great. Like it's, <laughs> it's, wow. uh, it's. I mean, but that's. And that's what I was learning. I was like, I don't know how to communicate, like going into that's a doing part, hair. Yeah. And, and that's a like, part oh, of that oh, self, like, maybe you, do. you understand that that is an opportunity for you to work on. Right. And it's whatever. You haven't perfected it yet, but you We're definitely have learned to be patient. And you've definitely <laughs> learned to listen and be understanding and know when to shut up when it's necessary and mm-hmm. know when to, you know, when to kick in with a question or, or you're getting it. And I even know, like, there 
that's why I'm so thankful for school because it's just like everyone there knows you're in school so you can just have like a weird conversation or just like say something and immediately just know like I should never say that to a client I should never say that ever and then you just okay noted where all the <laughs> mistakes <on>. take place <laughs> <laughs> where all the mistakes take place in like a safe space and they can't get mad at you they sign a waiver like, <laughs> literally one time I was it was one of the first like eyebrow waxes I ever did on this like old lady yeah. and I was wearing <laughs> this like long necklace and it <laughs> dropped in her mouth I'm scared. <laughs> no it like it like hit the wax then like hit her face <laughs> It back at me, and then I like wax off like the end of her eyebrows. Like, all right, I'm sorry. I just I, so maybe you, I shouldn't do this. Side note: Becca's <laughs> uh, hairstyle is not an eyebrow. <laughs> don't no, let her touch your no, eyebrows. I've gotten better eyebrows. I um, don't wear long necklaces anymore. <laughs> That's one of those things you learn pretty early on. You just got to do it once. Mm. And you figure it out. Yep. That's awesome. I know it was kind of funny. I never saw her again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, that's awesome. Yeah. But then that's when you know you do good that's or you don't. That's what it's about, yeah. Know? That's what learning and life and in general, that's what life's about. Just learning from experiences mm-hmm. and doing what you can to do better. And I'm proud of you, babe. Thanks. You, you've graduated and I'm excited for these next steps. You seem very confident. You seem very confident and very uh, ready to take on whatever comes your way. Yeah. Um, and I, I think like that's good. And I think if you, I think if you really put time into like your Instagram and your your brand and you becoming Becca the hairstylist even if you aren't the hairstylist in 10 years and you pick a different path mm-hmm. it's going to help develop something in you that you're going to utilize right. and, and it's something that's going to definitely benefit you for the rest of your life and I did I do feel like I graduated kind of at the right time for me I feel like my work was like kind of plateauing and I wasn't really getting better and the educators weren't like providing anything new yeah they were like oh yeah you're you do good hair, it's fine. I'm not going to check it. And I'm like, I mean, oh, maybe you should check it like I'm still a student. Or like, teach me something. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe Either way, it's in the past. I was ready to, I was only ready to go on like that last day where I was like, nah, I think I feel ready. I'm ready to like take my work to a different level. I'm ready to learn one on one with somebody. I think I will really benefit from that I never got that like senioritis like hating school there were a lot of people there that felt that way and they were like I need to take a break after this I just can't deal with people anymore and it's like well why are you even doing this yeah, like you, you were should just ready literally to, rethink your entire life they were ready to close the it. book and yeah. you wanted to just get to that and next I'm chapter you're to, like, like turn I'm the page ready to start like yep. let's like let's do it this is and it's funny because when I first started taking clients um, this is like six months into the program. They would ask me like, oh, well, how do you get started in this? Did you always want to do it? And I'd be like, no, this is like plan F, honestly. I was like, <laughs> I don't, I just didn't know. I tried a whole bunch of different things and this is kind of what I, set, what I settled for. And then by the end of it, once people were asking me, I was like, you know, this wasn't really exactly where I thought I was going, but it's honestly exactly what I wanted. Yeah. I just didn't know. Maybe what you needed. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily what you even wanted, but you you now know you want it because you've had a taste. Right. But it was really what you needed. Right. You know. And it's what I want. I mean, I'm not like a money-driven person. I'm not like I I was going to do sociology, you know, and like yeah. people I don't know like social work, but just like stuff to be helpful to 
I don't know, a make people feel good you, you see know? you see the the you you take opportunity to, uh, yeah you take the opportunity to make someone feel good when you can right and, you and don't, that's worth you it you see the opportunity than... probably financially live the life you want because it is a lucrative business to an extent right but and you i probably see that i'm still modest in terms you of are. that like i don't and you're don't you care. even if it didn't pay even if it wasn't lucrative or, or you got into an area where it wasn't the highest paying market or you know, you didn't have immediate financial stability, you would do it still because yeah. you enjoy making people feel good right. and giving that experience right. and making that connection. And, and you're I willing can, to take the risk even if you don't make a connection. Right. And I can move around like I can teach one day. I can be like teach it at a school or be like an educator in a salon the way I'm going to learn under somebody if I like get to that level. I can do fashion shows. I can do my own photo shoots. I can do weddings or events or whatever. So an interesting perspective, which you have, me, me and Becca actually both did a wedding together yep. back in November. Yeah, we did. I talked about which it a little stressful. bit on here. We did the podcast, but it was something that we both took on um, with the intent to, I think, just accomplish something, it, though. We, we, we set our... We learned. Yeah, we did, and we set our minds on it, and it was successful mm-hmm. in my eyes. It went very, very well, and we've gotten feedback and it's you know i think that that was very very well done and went off it couldn't have gone better in my opinion yeah and for it being like your first big hair thing you hadn't even graduated yet you were in know. The, you know you were in the middle of your program almost and it was, it was november yeah and you, but hey you 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 persevered it's one of those things you just got to do it think about it afterwards would it be safe to say and this is kind of interesting to an interesting perspective to take because a lot of times when you're interviewing people or you're getting the 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 good story from someone they're already established mm-hmm. and then they then they can give you it means something when they give you that convert or that speech that's like oh I took that risk and that risk paid off and now right. I'm a millionaire and I'm this right mm-hmm. well, you're kind of at the beginning of that journey but it was a, it's a journey that's began with a risk you took a risk you went into right. hair not really knowing if you wanted to do it mm-hmm. do you s- do you see the benefit in taking risks? Do you see value in taking risks? And would you recommend that people take a risk, take a risk if they feel like they're in a rut or if they feel like they're not going anywhere? Fuck yeah. Would that be safe to say? <laughs> Absolutely. And why? Um, just because you're, if you don't take a risk or make some sort of change, nothing's going to change. You're just going to be stuck and sad and lost and especially like people that are in those, you know, like nine to five sort of jobs that they just loathe it's like why are you doing that to yourself and why do you feel trapped like there's always another option there's always something you can do like why why are you doing that to putting yourself, yourself in why that are you situation? sticking to something that just isn't working and I think that's can be the same in a lot of relationships you know yeah. not just like work but person to person like if you're married and you can hate each other like get stop <laughs> like literally nobody is making you stay married right, <laughs> like, right. except for you for some reason that you got to figure out i mean there are it, there's you know? the there's the 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 personal conflicts there like if if you know you don't want to be sad people don't want to be sad when it comes to like no. relationships in life and sometimes people feel like if they just but they're already sad something you know every day sad no no see i don't have i can't deal with that sort of shit at all and yeah brian can't either and that's why it's okay it's i mean you talk about i definitely did there was definitely a time in my life where and i think everybody goes through this i think everybody goes through a point where they do feel lost and they don't know they don't necessarily trust taking risk 
right. taking risks because maybe they did in the past and that failed or they don't know how to take a risk or mm-hmm. they don't maybe understand There's too many people depending on them yeah and like let's like, be honest be you didn't it's not like you were you know uh giving up everything and, and going to going to cosmetology school and it paid off right but That's you took true. a risk in the sense that you stepped out of your comfort zone you mm-hmm. took on a challenge and a new task that required you to put money in i mean you did sacrifice you sacrificed mm-hmm. to kind of put yourself in this position but you did it because you knew it was going to take you out of your comfort zone. You knew it was going to challenge you, and you were ready for that. And you knew that going through that experience, you were going to get some sort of value out of it. Right. And you have. That can be said, I think, for relationships. You're right. And with anything. I think you can approach really anything with that type of mindset. As, as long as you approach it with that open mind and that you're going to take, you're going to gain an experience from it. What right. you take from that experience is what matters. Mm-hmm. You know, you can choose to have it be a negative thing. You can choose to have it be a positive thing. But the fact that you're putting yourself in a situation to gain a new experience is what's important, I think, when when taking risks. Don't worry about the outcome. Right. War, just worry about the fact that you're putting yourself in a position that's going to force you to react. Life's about the journey, man. Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> that's fucking powerful. Dang. We should do, we should just fucking be like a, so me and Becca are going to start a business and we're going to be uh, advice gurus. No, oh, that's a new one. That was exciting. Yeah. No. Talk to us. No, don't. Because I don't know. What, <laughs> I, we were asked, we were asked, uh, just, we've been asked a couple of times, like how we view relationships and um, not to, I don't know, I, I don't really like tooting horns or. But we don't, me and Becca don't argue because we just don't like bullshit. <laughs> like no, she don't. said it, we don't We've been really together have for three like years. I don't think we've ever had a, a serious fight. argument. We, again, the bickering is there, but we're both just throwing out time for it. I don't even think it's real bickering. Yeah, I think we're just joking. Like when we come at each other, know, just like as a joke. Sometimes we do. But th- yeah, no, I don't it's think there's never, ever been a problem. And I definitely don't want to be in a position where I feel like I'm giving relationship advice because I'm definitely not. But relation or advice for life that I feel that you can apply to relationships and to businesses and to, you know, starting careers or school or whatever it may be is taking that risk and understanding what comes along with it. Was it a risk getting with me? Um, was that I don't a know. new different weird thing? It was for definitely, you to do? it was definitely different. Yeah, it was. So we were talking about this last night and how like me and Becca kind of got together and, um, I don't know, people out there that are looking for relationships and do want to be in relationships need to understand that not everybody feels that way. Um, But there's so many different variables and factors that go into building relationships and starting relationships that you can't really, I don't think you can give advice. I don't think you can tell somebody a certain thing to do or a certain way to act to get a result. I think you just have to tell people what to expect and what to look for, Mm -hmm. you know? And, And with what we were discussing last night and and what makes a relationship work is you kind of you 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 have to be vulnerable you have to be understanding you know you do you have to approach a new relationship whether it be a friendship or a romantic relationship with that open mind that you're going to experience something regardless if it's loss or love or heartache or joy or whatever it is i mean if you're really going to grow and you're really going to going to learn from something and take take something of value and apply that to your life and and i mean the way i see it and this is hindsight completely because i'm 30 now and obviously 22 22 year old brian wasn't given this knowledge (laughs) like didn't have this but you you do only have one life 
you should understand that any type of situation you're getting yourself into is going to come with an experience that you can take value from. Right. And it's important that you do that when you approach relationships, careers, whatever it may be. But I definitely don't think there's a, a, like a clear-cut formula of how to make it work. Right. And definitely when, when you and me got together, I don't know if it, was ne- it wasn't a risk, but it was something that I don't think I was prepared for and definitely not planning for. Right. But you're, I guess like when you got into school, you, you, you got into Aveda, you understood the formula, you adapted to the formula, and like it worked. Right. You know, you went through it. That's kind of how I feel that our relationship was. Like I kind of. You know what you want, you go for it. Yeah, and you, you were make it, very. Make it happen. You were very just direct and again, no bullshit. And I realized. Oh, I don't like bullshit. Okay, <laughs> like this is comfortable. This is I get it. This is a risk that it, I took it, and I realized I realized something about myself. I don't like just I'm with you on that. I'm with you with the petty bullshit. I grew up with a lot of my parents arguing all the time. Obviously, your parents got divorced. My parents got divorced. Uh, you know, you growing up a middle child and dealing with or the youngest child and dealing with what you had to deal with, and me growing up like the older brother, like. I don't like bullshit. I, don't, I just want things to be simple and work and have a flow. And I know that sounds easy. And it's, well, what work are you putting in if it's just simple? Like, is are you guys creative? Do people or, ask that? I think so. Or I think when you, when you, I guess when you tell people to just take it easy and go with the flow, the immediate perception is to just be relaxed or laid back. Maybe just whatever happens, but happens. But it's true. Well, it is true. But I mean, <laughs> I that's, that's not, works. that's not, but from the outside, that could look boring. That could look repetitive or mundane, like school. It could look like the same thing every day. We definitely yeah. don't. You and me definitely don't just go. I mean, we go with the flow, but we're constantly, I think. But we're still working. Yeah, and we're, we're constantly trying to get something different out of life. Right. Not, so, not necessarily something. It's not necessarily that we're experiencing something bad and we need to experience something good. We just, there will be times where we're like, man, we kind of want to do this. And then we do it. Right. And it's just because you and me kind of want that di- we need difference we need some sort of friction or some sort of we need uh, something new to keep us entertained and to keep yeah. us going yeah. I can't do the same thing oh you can't every no 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 and I think I when, can't do the same thing every day I think going into relationships people look for that people look for just simplicity and they want someone they want a kid they want to get married they want the family they want that but that's not what relationships is about mm-hmm. relationships are about the little intricacies that come with the getting together and then the starting the family and then the you know and again it's 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 real easy to say oh I don't like bullshit so it's easy for us to kind of get along and and have a relationship and make it work but that's because we both don't like bullshit if you're in a relationship where there are different messages but there's there then you still have to you have to find the need to make it work you have to find the right. value in the you relationship you have to want it yeah like you just I, my whole thing... Understand the effort's worth it. Yeah, it's always just been... When I've been looking for a relationship or getting into one, I just decide that I want to be with you, which is what right. I did. I was like, I want to be with Brian. And I wouldn't say I was like fixated on that idea, but I was definitely gearing myself towards making that happen (laughs) and doing what I could and putting on my charming smile face and doing whatever I had to do to make you like me and as much as I liked you for I don't even know just happened that's just what I wanted and so I I I'd say it worked. <laughs> it happened. Yeah. 
I mean, you do. You have to want. You just have to want it, and you have and to. I, you have to be willing to like put your own pride and differences aside and be like, okay, where's he coming from? Like, let's have some patience. Let's and ask see, questions. That's probably let's what communicate. Got me. Let's figure it out. That's probably what 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 hooked me really because and not. I'm literally just making this connection now because I don't. I don't know, but last night we were talking about like how how we make it work and and you had that approach where you were not destined, but you were determined to kind of see where I was at and make it work, I guess, right? Right. And I I at the time definitely didn't want a relationship or didn't didn't, didn't think I wanted a relationship because I'd been really in relationships for the good part of my life and I thought I was missing out on some things. And you saw, I guess, all of that, but your intentions were still to kind of like make that connection. And I think subconsciously, I probably did want a relationship. I probably did want somebody that I just knew I could connect with and, and, and be emotionally attached to. And you and me, right off the bat, I think kind of hit that off. You know, we were, we were uh, once we kind of knew that there was that connection, like we talked on the phone every night, we, mm-hmm. you know, for hours. And it was comfortable. It felt right. I we I looked forward to it. You said I'd you. I mean, drive like forty five minutes to hang out with you. Sometimes yeah, you know, and we would whatever. Yeah, and it was a lot of like random fun stuff that can make a relationship new and exciting. But it was also you did. You just kind of approached it with, "I'll just see where this goes. I know what I want out of it, so I'll I'll put that in there. I'll put that energy out there. I'll right. put that vibe out there, and we'll just see where it goes." And I think that subconsciously I did want that. And maybe that's, and I think that's why I clicked so much with you is because it was just so easy. It was so easy to just kind of fall in line with that. Like, okay, it makes perfect sense. This is exactly like the way that you were just responsive and the way that you were interested and the way you put yourself out there and you weren't overbearing. You know, you did, you were just kind of along for the ride and you understood what you were looking for. And for people I think that are out there looking for relationships, if you're really looking for it, I think people can sometimes try too hard and they kind of self-sabotage mm-hmm. or they put themselves in a situation and they set themselves up for failure because they miss something or they're going in too heavy too quickly. Right. And you weren't. You were or being like too demanding. Like too I, demanding. Or I need a man that has a Expectations car are too high. Is six foot two. Yeah. Or just like. Makes this amount of money and can do this and this and this and this for me. But it's like, what are you going to give to them? Yeah. Or if like like you're insecure or if you have like insecurities about yourself and you're, there's bad habits just within yourself personally. Mm -hmm. And you're about to try to get into a relationship with somebody else. Like all those bad habits you have are going to affect that person. And you're going to be given off a vibe and you're going to be given off a certain type of energy that probably isn't going to be very relatable. Right. And I think people do. They they know what they want, so they get into a relationship and immediately think they can just implement that and it's going to work. Right. But no, you do have to You have to feel each other be out. Be responsive and react to the person and what they and what they want and what they put off. And you were you were very just casual about it. You but put I did it lay out down there, the law. Lay the down. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. And that's what I think. I mean, yeah, you did. And but when it was appropriate Right. Uh, I don't know if we would go into details on what that was, but <laughs> it was definitely an appropriate time to lay down the law and say, hey, this is what I do want, and this is what I would like. And you, again, you weren't crazy about it. You weren't overbearing. You gave it to me straight. Hey, this is what I want, and I this think... is what I have to offer. 
and it was very just upfront and forward and to me that was the most beautiful thing that you had done at the time in our like relationship or whatever we had because you were just so honest and so upfront and you did you put everything that was going on at that current moment to the side you put it to the side you didn't focus on it you didn't let that influence your decision in any way i mean you I may have to, like hold a grudge yeah you may have i mean obviously like it did influence what we our conversation and what we were talking about and how you approached it but you didn't you didn't like keep a tally as that was like a bad move on my part and right. like oh you're you're down a point or like there wasn't a scoreboard or a scorecard you just took it for what it was and all i mean all i wanted was just put it behind us yeah just move on like hey this is what i'm willing to do i think maybe my message wasn't clear now i'm making it clear and this is where i and it, I, it was just okay I think of course, that's a, of course this is what I want. It's so simple. It's so, like, of course I love you, and I did love you, and I, I was so into you, but to just have you be so open about it and so understanding and, and, and really you showed to me that you didn't care about anything other than that connection and making it something work, and that's really what grabbed me. Yeah. I think, I don't know if it's a strength or a fault because it could definitely hurt in situations where maybe I trust too much too fast or I was just could be. willing to but I think that worked in my favor in our situation where I was like listen like I trust you and I let you know that so that yeah. when you were to do anything that maybe be questionable you'd be like oh wait she trusts me and like you valued me enough to be like I don't want to hurt that relationship so being like open and willing to let people I don't know have that like be able like show your vulnerability like yeah and be like hey if you do this it's gonna hurt me yeah and then that person has to be is either gonna be really caring about it if they care yeah. or they're gonna be like total assholes and like stomp all over it yeah. so and you can't and you it, can't it, make somebody care either. You, and can't. you can't. And you can't change people's mind. And, like, had you been a total asshole, like, you probably would have just, it wouldn't have worked from the get-go. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And you would have known I, I believe that people say, I, and this is, again, goes back to that thing where I think people say what they mean most of the time. I mean, at least in relationships like that, like, people that, like, string you along are fucking the worst. Yeah. But people that are, like, oh, yeah, no one would meet up with you if they didn't want to meet up with you. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. Like, people aren't going to... For whatever reasons. For whether what, it be a fuck reason. or a long-term relationship. Right. There's something there that's something, worth the connection. Like, people aren't going to be like, uh, for a first date, be like, oh, I really I really hate this girl, but I'm still going to go out with her. Like, no. people that do that, like, they're not worth your time anyway. You yeah. know, like, ugh. That's something... That, that's not... That's like that's not, weird, That's an internal... People. Yeah, you're... They're, they're trying to either have you play a part in their life or like they're trying to yeah, yeah that's weird those are people you got to watch out for but i don't i still like to give people the benefit of the doubt and be like people are good inherently and they are going to respond to good things that you put out yeah like, you hope you hope, you hope. Yeah. and if they don't then you're going to know right away that hey they have an issue that they need to deal with maybe now's not the time or maybe i can help them or i don't know it's kind of funny i thought of this earlier when you were talking but when we first got together, I was kind of like journaling sort of sometimes. Yeah. It's like whatever. Yeah, both were. Yeah. Brian got me a journal for like Christmas or something. I don't remember. But either way, 
I remember one of the things I wrote. It was when you got back from New York, I had it for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. One of the things I wrote at one point, like, really early on was, like, I wrote something like, Brian's going to serve a purpose in my life. I don't know what it is, but that's what I want. So I was, I don't know, I don't think I had any, like, really super long-term expectations because, I mean, I didn't know that's what I wanted, but I didn't know if that's what you wanted, but I was willing to just, like, take the chance and... We'll invest time and energy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, and that's, I'm, I'm thankful that you did because it's something that I definitely either, I mean, I, I, yeah, it's, and I would write about you and I would journal, and I know that it's probably weird that we're Becca's talking about so journaling. Weird. Yeah, and why like, does she do that? No, I mean, I, I feel that it's. I don't know. You and me, I think particularly click too because we are we have the same mindset. We're about just becoming, I think, better people in general or better versions of ourselves. And it's funny because we have like such opposite personalities too. I we think. do. Like and you're so much more outgoing and like funny. And but I'm it's so that, not. It's that yin and yang though. It's that balance though. But like yeah. you're when trust me, there's <laughs> nights where. You want to rage, and when you want to rage, I'm like, let's go. Rage hats on, Chainsaw Brian's ready to bust out. Like we're ready to, we're ready to go. And then there's nights where I'm just like, shout out Chainsaw Brian. Shout out. Uh, and then there's times where I'm just like, man, I don't want to do anything. And you're just the perfect. All right, like, come yeah, home and cuddle. Right. Yeah, we you got come Roar. Home? Yeah, shout Roar's out Roar's here. Shout out to Roar. Roar's here. Cook some dinner. Come home. And it's it. Com- I think we complement each other very well. But again. It doesn't come easy for everybody, but there is something that there's something to be said for people that have like the same goals in mind or the same mindset. And you do. You have to. I think people out there that are looking for relationships, and the reason we're we're bringing this up is it's Valentine's Day. Relationships are complicated, mm-hmm. and any type of advice, whether it be good advice, I mean, obviously we want it to be good advice, but any type of advice, whether it be a positive or a negative experience. It, it can go it can be put out there to help people and They're i think that a lot of people it. yeah and i think a lot of people now are are relationships now are complicated and i realized that last night when we were talking to Roger from the Bronx because we had a discussion about our relationship what makes our relationship click and work and what can we do or what can be done to kind of foster or cultivate that type of energy to somebody else so you can have a relationship with them and I, I never did Tinder or yeah, or any type of, like, social dating app. And we got together, what, three years ago? Mm-hmm. And that wasn't, like, popping at the time. Right. Uh, it had just maybe started Tinder. I think I had maybe questioned doing, like, a Tinder account at one point, but mm-hmm. it wasn't something that, like, you had to do. Now, if right. you're single, you kind of have to be on Tinder because it's either going to get you that social hookup that you're looking for or it's going to put you out there to people that are maybe are looking for relationships. Right. Or you have to be on, I think, some sort of social platform, social dating platform. It's like Facebook or Instagram. You have to be on one of them. Right. You have to be on one of them to just be considered a part of society to right. some extent. I think it's weird, like, our dating culture now is yeah. so geared towards that digital just hookups also I mean, too yeah, yeah, like a yeah. lot of it unless that's true it's, it really is it's just geared towards like oh well i want to make a fast connection and like that instant gratification that's i like think kind of carries thing, into though. that oh totally because i i mean people uh, we're going away from religion where the society yeah, is taking this quick like, like right hand turn permiss- well, let's just do it polygamy and 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 uh promiscuity what is it promiscuity no promiscuous yeah, i think that's being promiscuous yes it's like 
I, I have nothing wrong with it. You want to go fuck around and fuck everybody? Like, if your goal in life is to be a sexual being and fuck as much as you can, by all means, have that. Cool. Be happy while you're doing it. But that's definitely an aspect of life that's, aspect of life that's becoming a lot more socially acceptable because of just the way social norms are going. You see people breaking away from, like, the religious waiting till marriage. You see the people breaking away from the monogamy and the, the long-term relationships, especially with how, like, divorce rates. I mean, you and me are both... Right. products of divorce and like it's it's now the 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 sacred vow of marriage or commitment definitely isn't it promoted people. it does and it's definitely not promoted and i'm not again i'm not sitting here promoting marriage and promoting long-term relationships but there's definitely not an emphasis on making relationships work I in think, like society i don't think i think so, it is about that hey get out there discover yourself have fun well, yeah, but I think that comes from, like, us millennials or whatever. Be, oh, People, yeah. like, growing yeah. up in that time where, like, we all saw our parents get divorced. Yep. We all also grew up with instant gratification, technology, learning all this stuff. But I think people are... They don't... They might not know any better or they're just afraid to, like, open up. People are afraid to show, like give a little too much because the heartache just hurts too bad but that's where you have to take the risk like I think the only reason I mean I'm turning I'm 24 I'll be 25 in a couple months and the only reason I knew what I wanted when I got with Brian was because I had already had years of long-term relationship experience right I learned so much from each one of those relationships a lot of different things that helped build me as a different person and I knew what I needed from another person to be happy. So I don't think you're setting yourself up for success in relationships by just like fucking around. If you're doing that, like just to like get all that out, you know, like like experience your twenties or do whatever and like live your life and party, like cool. You're gonna learn from that too. But I think, or I know for myself personally, I mean, I'm where I'm at because of all my previous relationships. My last one, for example, like we never, ever, ever, ever talked about a problem we had. Maybe we were together for almost three years too. And like we maybe had two heart to hearts ever about stuff that was going wrong in our relationship. And then nothing ever changed. Like no, nothing was, nothing happened. And then he was also just like not very motivated. I was trying to go places, get better, had that ambition, and I didn't see him having that. So by the time we broke up, I already knew I needed someone that like had goals and was outgoing. Because I mean, while I mean I was with that dude for a few years because we got along and it was like a good thing, but right. it just we had different values and different it was just not and you're young i mean do you even really know what your values are at 18 i mean you kind of i think you have an idea and you inherently know something but that's what kept me striving for more right and i don't feel like reassurance that you right you were looking for and i don't strive for anything more different in our relationship i know that we're solid as individuals i know that we. i mean i wonder if i I would say we do i i mean 
and you, you don't make strive me talk for about anything. Everything. You and don't strive for anything different, but I definitely think we strive for. Things we strive that are for new. more. Yeah, we and strive new, for more. For but sure. we strive for it together, yeah. which is the important part. It's not a yeah. one. It's not you trying to work really hard and me sitting on the couch. It's not. No, it's a con- the other it's way your, around. Uh, group I mean, effort. granted, a team we do effort. that, but I do a lot of my work during the day. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like but, you're, yeah. you're taking. Yeah, situationally, I mean, you could doing... be at home on the couch while I'm at home working, but it's not, you're not right. lazy. You just already did your work for the day. Like, it's, right, yeah, right. there's a, but the fact that we're both focusing as a team, and right. that's something very it's strong. Be so, a team, team player. Yeah, if, if you're listening and you're like, think that what we're talking about may benefit you or work, communication is something that I think me and Becca do really, really well. And That's probably the one of the things we do the best is our communication. And you pinpointed it. You said your last relationship, you guys didn't talk about your personal problems or didn't talk about your issues that you had as a unit. And it led to panic attacks and anxiety, and avoidance of, anxiety. of conflict, and fear of, of hurting feelings. And a lot of just like trying not to step on someone's toes or being like guarded and that's the last thing you should be in a relationship is like afraid to speak your mind or have a wall or build resentment well we talked about our walls when we like first mine in particular just because i do i have trust issues i have big trust issues and i i mean there's times even now where i combat with you know like love and if it's if what i'm feeling is what you're feeling and if how i feel about you is how you feel about me and I've got to definitely learn to work with those little inner emotions, but that I think comes along with growth in relationships in general. And if there's anything that I'm doing with you, it's growing. And you have been very supportive and very inspiring when it comes to challenging. You inspire me because I see how you adapt to challenges and how it affects you. And yeah, it gets to you sometimes and you don't always, again, come out on top, but you take every single little challenge that's in front of you with stride. And you 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 do your best and I just, that's just my example. Okay, I know I have to do my best. And if you if you don't have anybody that does that for you, I mean, I'm not saying that it's not gonna work, but for me, having somebody that does that to me does work. Right. Having you be that support and having you be that little extra oomph that I need, or that when I need it, you know, and it's I don't need it all the time, but it's there when I do need it, right? You know, and I know that there's been times where you're just like, man, today's rough, and maybe something I say or something I send you just kind of puts you on the path to like make that day better, right? And if you don't have someone that immediately does that for you or that that does that in some way may not be on the right path, you know, yeah. and you may I've, not you may not be in the right situation and if there's with somebody that you you can't communicate with for whatever reasons. I've never had a complicated I've never I may have taken time to communicate things with you and I may have taken my time to be, bring things up, but I've never been afraid to talk to you about it. I've right. never it's just how I'm going to talk to you about it. Right. You know, I need to approach it this way. I need to approach it this way. I need to I need to sit back and not maybe speak with just emotion. Because I may say something wrong or I may say something that I don't mean or something that, you know, could be taken the wrong way because I'm not prepared. Right. But I've never been afraid to approach you. I've never thought of like, oh, I'm going to have this conversation and it's going to cause an argument or it's going to go bad. Because I just know that that's neither you or me are looking for confrontation. We're not looking for an argument. We're looking for the easiest way to address something. And for the most part, we have. And... Again, you can't teach like perfect communication, I don't think, but you have to be willing to listen. You have to really be willing to listen. And you have to be willing to 
uh, you, Adapt, you have to be willing compromise to compromise in one it, way it, or, or another. You have to be willing to listen, but you also have to be willing to express yourself too. Because right. if someone's giving you a lot and you're listening, you should be able to give a lot when necessary. Right. And if you you should be able to be comfortable talking to the person. Like I, I find it weird how people get into relationships especially long-term relationships with people that they're not comfortable talking to. Yeah. You know, and, and Roger last sense. night talked about, like, having friendships and bromances and mm-hmm. how people have this weird this weird perspective of, of guys being close and talking, you know, and being open about their emotions or their vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's what builds strong friendships. I can talk to any one of my friends, I think, about something serious, maybe not everything, but I can definitely confide in all my friends about something serious and something deep that... that is impacting me I can definitely talk to you about anything yeah and that's what I think is important about relationships too is knowing that you can talk to somebody and their response and their reaction to you is going to be something of substance right even if it's not like an immediate answer or advice or an immediate you know oh hey go out there and get it the fact that you know that when you're talking to someone they're genuinely listening to you yeah and And I'm thankful that you do bring up whatever issues or you can tell if I'm having a bad day and you're like, hey, do you want to talk about this? And I'll be like, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm usually, usually my first answer is nope, absolutely not. And, and then the you're waterworks like, turn on. And then the waterworks turn on, the floodgates open, and then you're like, it's okay, cool, whatever you're ready. I'll be here to listen. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And, <laughs> and then by the end of the night, we'll lay in bed and like, we'll talk about it and the lights are off so I can cry and he can't see me and that makes me feel okay. <laughs> but Every time he's just so like understanding and I don't know, I appreciate that. I, again, I think you and me have a, a growth mindset. I think also that it's good that you grew up with just a mom and a sister. Just women, yep, I, I did. <laughs> and I was gonna bring that up to Roger last night too, but Ladies, I didn't know. find you a man that grew up with girls. Hey, if you know how to, I, that's definitely my, a vulnerability in my, uh, my I'm going to get so much shit. I can already just hear JJ and Andrew and whoever listens and to this giving me fucking so much shit for Why? being a bitch. I'm, You're not know, being a bitch. Just being all open and just, I don't know. But I'm, they I'm, want to be open. I, I, they want to feel it. Uh, they want the feels. They want to feel. It's all right, guys. You can be a little, you can open up a little bit. JJ is. JJ's growing. This is year of growth. He told Ooh, me yesterday. JJ. I know. Get it. I think he wants to start a podcast so when I'm in California. I, I feel like JJ do doesn't know how to read me. And maybe I don't know how to read JJ, but it's made it a weird little, I don't know, kind of a weird thing. When we're, like, we're out, we're fine. It's chill. You guys rage. He you didn't guys... like me at first. I don't think anybody liked you at first because <laughs> wow. you were just like, I mean, because you were just the new girl. I probably like, was. I didn't have like anybody that was, yeah, that's fine. you know. That's okay. I'll um, take it. But on the same... Uh, on I don't the... think anyone liked you at first. No, wow. no, no, no. I didn't mean it like that. I meant like... Every when I first, because when I first talked about you, you were, you, I'm sure they were just like, oh, it's a girl. But then once yeah. it was like something serious, they were probably like, what? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I was that way with like Andre's girlfriends. Like whenever oh, yeah. anybody, no, anybody that they Andre always date, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. It's like it's just a girl I'm they're so dating. Happy for Andre. But then once oh. it's serious, then you're like, okay. All right, so this is the new girl. This is who you're bringing in. Okay, okay. I gotta make sure. I, yeah, I gotta. I, I gotta, gotta put her in a chokehold first. Yeah, I gotta. <laughs> You, all my friends liked you once you stunned them. Can you I, just fucking yeah. jack their jaws all Andre's <laughs> internal battle with um, things you do. Th- but uh, I, you, I, you said that we both kind of have the same mindset and the growth mindset and that that progression that we both want. Mm-hmm. And 
it comes with like your network of friends or your network of success or however you want to look at it. But your mastermind group. Yeah, your mastermind group. When you surround That's yourself Napoleon with people that are that are in that mindset, you have no option but to keep up and grow with them. Right. And you keeping up and constantly learning and constantly growing keeps them on their toes. And if you can find that in a relationship, which I think we do have. I think, I think you and me are focused on being genuine people and being good. And you know that, and I know that. So we're never going to attack one another. Right. We're never going to – I'm never going to ask – or I don't have you talk to me to – have you be vulnerable i have you talk to me because i know that you talking to me is helping in some way right to for whoever even if it's me maybe i'm learning something Mm -hmm. you know but it's always for good one of those things that another thing that i wrote about my little journal when we got together was i remember writing brian is challenging (laughs) and i don't think i I ever felt that way about a guy just like yeah i get them it's cool and then i can just do my thing and whatever they're there but you were like hard to hard to catch kind of like yeah, I, had a wall. I really had to yeah he did have a wall and it took a lot of work to try and like chip away at it and learn how to communicate with you and I'm glad that ready for this curveball it worked I gotta go pee so you have to talk by yourself for oh, like no uh, that is a curveball what should I talk about you can just keep talking oh, no. about that impenetrable Brian, wall yeah Brian kind of has an impenetrable wall <laughs> but it's a glorious wall it's like the wall in Game of Thrones um no now wow this is really awkward I don't know how Brian does this once a week all by himself do you guys listen to that I listened to it yesterday actually his podcast from last week and I was at the gym, and I actually laughed out loud a few times at the gym and got some looks, mainly when he called you guys butter cakes. <laughs> Namely, Andrew and Andre and whoever else is in that weird, like, lift group challenge thing. I don't know. He had me film a video for it, and that's probably my favorite thing to do now. Um, well, yeah, what else? Brian's not here, so I guess I'll say something nice about him. I really do love him. He's the sweetest. He'll listen to this at some point. Um, But just so the world knows. Yeah, I love him. He's so good. I'm lucky. Go into your relationships with patience. A lot and a lot of patience. I think that's a really hard thing for people to have, and I don't think everybody has patience. I think some people take a while to learn it, but when you find the right person, I think you'll feel like it's easy to have that. So it took patience to break down that little wall, but it was so worth it. And don't be afraid to get into serious relationships, or even if they're not serious, just relationships. See how far it can go. If it's See if you can overcome challenges with somebody openly. And if you can't and you don't want to, call it at that. But if you do want to keep trying and you do care about a person, I mean, keep it up. Keep trying. I only The only reason... Like I said, but I knew this would work was because I had years, literally years of relationship experience. I'm one of those serial monogamists. I'll admit it. It's fine. It's made me, put me in a better situation, I think. Brian's back. We can't, we'll stop talking shit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What are you Nothing. No, I'm just going to go back and listen. I know you're going to go back and listen. It's fine. Uh-oh. 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 This episode's not getting aired. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All righty. Are you blowing up? Is that me? No, that's you. 
You just blew up the bathroom, too. I know it. Wow. Went pee. <laughs> Thank you, guys. For sure, don't poop in front of your uh, significant other. That's rule number one. Don't that poop in front of That is rule number one. Did you know Brian and I have been together for three years, and I've only ever heard him fart three times? <laughs> the fact that she's kept count. <laughs> and two of those times are while he's sleeping, so he doesn't even admit to them. But oh, man. it's so funny. I just It just makes me laugh. Don't ask him about how many times I have, because I never have. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Anyway. Uh, the first one to, whoa, to break whoa, that confidence. Whoa, whoa, no. To break no. that trust. Um, <laughs> that was a wall we had to. That's a wall we're still working <laughs> on here, guys. It's definitely a wall. It's a wall. Oh, man. Uh, what else are we going to talk about? I think I have more notes. Yeah. I, well, I mean, so something that... On the relationship end, we can kind of cap that off because I feel that we've talked about that. Oh, we never that. talked about our nostalgic music feels. We will. Uh, we'll get into that right now. So uh, I, to end the relationship, I think if there's any type of, not that me and Becca are out here trying to provide relationship advice, but we do see value in just certain aspects of our relationship. And uh, I don't know. We, we It's been a topic that we have had brought up a couple times from... Uh, outside sources, not just me and her, over the last uh, over the last couple weeks, and it's just been a topic that's been on on our on our minds, and we've talked about our relationship in depth at least a couple, you know, once or twice, I'd say, over the last couple of weeks, and it's been a topic that I think has had a lot of substance, and uh, definitely, if if we were to provide any advice, I think it would be to be happy, make sure you're having fun, and have fun, have you're having fun. Uh, you're open-minded. You're willing to have fun even when times are tough. Yes. That's really important, too. Yes. And Always have a sense of humor. Yep. And Whether it's laughing don't about be, those shitty things that happen to you. Just don't be too serious. So yeah, yeah, don't be too serious. Don't be too uh, critical. Right. Because uh, you're both in it, if you are in a relationship and it's starting off or you're trying to make it work, you're both in it for that purpose, to make it work and to gain something from it. And yeah. You should be having fun, and you should be open. And They're my what, two big pieces. And know what you say can affect people. Yes. Think about what you say. Don't just make some snide comments just because you've yeah. had a bad day. Yeah. Like, you don't need to dump that it. on somebody. Yeah. Take five minutes to, like, isn't worth zen it. out, go to the bathroom, pretend like you're pooping, Do but whatever. just, like, chill, yeah. breathe Even And sometimes saying, hey, I need 10 minutes. Yeah, that's where all you got to do. There's been there's been plenty of times where and it's not ever a, not in any other way other than hey babe, I just need some time. I need a few minutes. Cool. It's been a rough day. Don't take things too serious or too personal. You're in this and you're literally playing the exact same role as the person you're in it with. Right. Just understand that and be open, have fun. And I don't know. We I, I want to say don't put up with bullshit because that's our like thing is no bullshit. But bullshit, your bullshit's probably different than my bullshit and different mm-hmm. than everybody else's bullshit. But I would say open and having fun and being open are the two. Mine, yours. If you had any advice, um, be nice. Being nice. I don't know. It's really I. I mean, I'll just echo that. It's like just be patient and willing to be challenged by somebody. If they're asking you a tough question, answer it, but think about it first. Take your time, Take be your patient. Time. Hope that the other person's patient enough to understand. Like you just need to find somebody that's willing. wants it, willing. Yeah, willing. And, yeah. 
and you'll you'll find those people. everybody's got somebody out there you yeah. just a lot of it's effort too i think a lot of people don't try a lot of people don't try hard they expect people to try to accommodate to them yeah but you have to be willing to, to try yeah you have to give you do yep it's a give and a take and but a lot of giving it should be more about giving <laughs> it should be you got it i mean from each person because then it's not really taking anything from anybody you're accepting love yes yeah. it's not taking draining your energy and trust by being if you needy. give it if you give it you will receive yeah you will it's exactly. just the way the world works. It's the way the world is. You reap what you sow. Yep. You're putting it out there. People are going to recognize it. And maybe you're not going to get it from everybody. But the people that have that same mindset that are about giving are going to understand that right. you're giving. And they're going to give the it to you. The people that know, the people that understand, want. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. It's like law of attraction. So. Yeah. It's, I know. And that's a whole other rabbit hole. Oh. You've been reading a lot. You've I've been, been reading, reading a lot. And good. Uh, that's... I'm glad that we're having this discussion, too, because the podcast, as of late, has had a lot of content that's really about those tough, like, moments where you're either growing or you're trying to learn something or you're trying to get past a hump. At least the, the content I've been talking about, obviously, with, like, the suicide blog and stuff and, like, it being kind of controversial, yeah. what Brandon said. And, I don't know, tough topics. Relationships aren't easy to talk about, especially people in relationships. Like... Thank you for coming on and talking about this and, and, and willing to do this with me. But you and me do this pretty frequently. You and me have this kind of dialogue and we this type yeah, of... Yeah, we try and talk. All the time. And I don't cry every time. No, just sometimes. I get close and every time. It's <laughs> it's uh, something that we do, and, and I think that that uh, translates well into doing like a podcast about it. But it's something that you and me constantly do is... I think challenge ourselves like individually like not necessarily in a relationship but I'll challenge myself and something I did recently that took me down these weird rabbit holes but definitely put me in like a self-reflective state was the going back to pre-2005 so I didn't do anything <laughs> post-2005 music um and then you you did you kind of I had told you like hey I'm on this My Chemical Romance kick and then obviously Becca loves My Chemical Romance I love My Chemical Romance and like so that's uh, something we click on that's a big part of our relationship that's is like our music that's also the and, uh, reason why Brian and I why I love Brian <laughs> honestly you guys I know you'll give him all the shit for My Chemical oh, Romance no. he always has his Black Parade truck oh god R.I.P. I miss that truck Black Parade truck god if we still had that oh no can you imagine I would drive that with pride. <laughs> I'd put a little flag on it. I got rid of that right when you and me got together because I needed a I, I needed an actual car <laughs> first people just to have an actual reliable vehicle. Green. So I was like, I'll buy a car. It was green. It's my favorite color. Yeah. And it it's had my chemical romance. Andrew on it. and JJ and Tum Tum just fucked my world up while I was in <laughs> Seattle one time. They I have a, I had used to have this black or this green Ford Ranger and uh Obviously, used to be related to emo music and whatever. And <laughs> used to be. They make fun of me for it, <coughs> and made my truck the Black Parade truck, and it yeah. was fantastic. So me and Becker clearly uh, hit it off with My Chemical Romance. I mean, My Chemical Romance is just so that started speaks it. Speaks to the soul. Yeah, man, and it. So I went down this rabbit hole of nostalgia and got a bunch of old music, and just replayed it, and just got in touch with kind of how I was. I guess where my head was at when I was like in my 20s, you know, in high school, obviously my chemical romance was, I mean, Taste of Chaos 2005 was the beginning of I was like my world. 12. Yeah, I was, I think, <laughs> 16, 17. Uh, uh, and I was just like, 
I don't know if that was my music. That was what what kind of molded me into being like my mindset towards love and towards. I had the biggest twelve-year-old fangirl crush on Gerard Way. <laughs> oh, if anyone knew me back when I was ten, and so see, they fucking same knew. time frame. Oh like, God, my I chemical loved romance. It. He was so hot. My chemical romance was Ugh. out at the same time frame. A little twelve-year-old Becca's mm. uh, realizing that she's turning into a woman and, and, <laughs> and loving, I love Gerard loving Gerard Way and Amber. <laughs> Burnt McCracken oh, from the yes. used. I had the poster above my bed. To me, it was it was just this. I still angst, have the poster. This angry. <laughs> I was able to go to shows and fucking mosh and be angry and like let shit out. So listening to that, and I haven't listened to My Chemical Romance in fucking years. And I listened to that album probably three times, and it just it put me in like this weird headspace where everything that came at me, I was like little puppy dog eyes. I was like, what? Okay, what are we going down? What's going on? What are we doing? What's what is this, this bringing me back to? Yeah. What do I need to address? That's what it did for me. And it definitely gave me a refresher. And I did it right on the tail end of being sick. So I, I was like, I was hating life too for like two or three days. I talked about it last week, but I was really sick. And this was, I felt physically fine. I was feeling better. And I needed that mental uptick. Yeah. And the the two thousands post hardcore just lit me up. So I was good. on another one. And then Becca so Becca saw that and she was like, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna see what taking me down memory lane is gonna do for me. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I she cried to yellow card. She texts me, she's like, Yellow card's on right now and it's just it's that's how I imagine. Ocean the, Avenue. Oh, that whole album. Yeah. So many feels. Yeah. So, what did you take from it though? Did it? What, I can't talk about it yet. Oh, okay. All right. No, <laughs> Still no, processing. No, no, no. Makes sense. And so for me, yeah, for me, it kind of just, it brought back just weird memories and like growth and, and where I was back then. And, um, I think people need to do that. I think that's a, I think that should be a requirement of life. What? Like being forced to, uh, I don't know, revisit things. Cause I definitely just reflect. It's important, but it's important to keep your, I don't know, head focused on going forward, but using whatever you learn from the past to just make your next steps. Yeah. That's what I think it's for. Did, did, did the music... You can't be, like, past focused because that's where you're going to get anxiety and what ifs. Yeah, and yeah. I could have done this Ultra different. Ultra focused. And then yeah. it, it fucks your world up because you're not living in the now. You're living in the past. You, you can look at that. it like you're watching an old movie, though, you know, and you're picking up new parts. Like, right. I looked totally. at it... I, I looked back and was like, you know, I... I'm not, I don't regret fucking anything because that's what a 20 year old person would be doing. And like, but the experiences I did have, I, I can see why the music and music's a big part of my life. And I, that's why for me going back and listening to, to older music, like when I was getting into music and starting bands, those are the bands I listened to. So they were more than just an inspiration for me on like an emotional level, mm-hmm. but they were, you know, they, it was my lifestyle. I was so into music was every day in my life, every single day. And so to go back down to these important parts of my life, it I was taking new stuff from it at the same time, but I was also looking back and there's nothing that there's no like open doors I want to close or like uh, unfinished business that I yeah. feel, you know, and I think that's important. You like, feel good. Yeah, you Comfort- know. Or- Comfortable, <laughs> comfortable, or not even necessarily comfortable, but confident. Like I'm, right. I'm comfortable and, with yourself. Yeah, and and I don't expect anything different from the way that that things have turned out. Um, but I think people are kind of afraid to go down like that path 
of go like down memory lane history yeah because i think there are like loose ends that people haven't tied off oh totally and yeah, that's things a, they realize that they might yep. have some sort of yep. like character flaw or problem or like recurring pattern that yep. have stemmed from childhood and Thank God I got therapy at the point that I did. <laughs> she, yeah, Becca used to do therapy. That was Sometimes powerful. That was powerful. That was yeah. a good time. I definitely, I think that there's a huge. It was probably like six months that I went. Negative. I don't know about like it. I think there's a negative, a, a negative connotation of talking to somebody. Like Roger brought it up yesterday, and I was real yeah. surprised when Roger fucking brought that up. And like, I, because I, I didn't picture Roger being really like emotionally attached to, to, to friends like that, you know? Like, I know that that's kind of how he, that's what he looks for, like, when he looks for chicks, somebody he can connect with. Right. But the fact that he does enjoy connecting with his friends and mm-hmm. he's willing to do that, that's something that not a lot of people are allowed to do. And it's kind of like facing your your past, like, willing to, to reflect on, you know, shit that you focused on eight, five years ago, ten years ago. See, I think maybe that's my problem with friends. I have a problem with friends, you guys. I'm sorry, friends. <laughs> I love you, honestly, but it's so... Did the yellow card bring up some friend stuff? Or were you reflecting on, like... No, I don't know. I don't want to talk about yellow card yet. (laughs) But um, now I forgot what I was going to say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, friends. friends. So, I don't know. I think I had... There were a lot of people and... I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to (laughs) stop. Um... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... I will... I'm trying to work on my friendships. Yeah. No. And that's... uh, Yeah, friendships are hard, man. I used to... So, people that listen to the show know who Trent is. Um, And Trent's (laughs) one of my new friends out here in Texas and is probably one of the better friends I've made out here. um, Me and him are... Uh, kind of going through like the we're making we're getting people involved in like businesses that we've got going on and like doing we're meeting people and we're mingling and we're getting into groups that we without they call each other every morning at 9 a.m. Yeah, we have our business calls and if business calls friendships is something that <laughs> that I see I see Trent just because he's a little bit younger than me approaching friendships how I used to approach friendships Friendships have always been really, really, really important to you. They have, but... That's something I always admired about you. That you've moved to Texas and you're still just as good of friends with everybody that we I hope. I hope. I'd like to think I am. I think you are. And I think that... I mean, I'm still talking to... Make as much of an effort as you can. The Common Chaos little Strong Lifts challenge that we're doing has us in the group meet. And we're we're talking, like, every day almost. And it's getting me so excited. Yes, Brian just laughs out loud. It's, like, (laughs) the cutest... I read some of them. I was like, oh, my God. These guys are ridiculous. But I love it. It's, like, the best friend group that Uh, I could witness. It's awesome. That's been... I, I owe a lot of my being able to communicate to my friends because they put up with my bullshit for years. I, I put up with their bullshit, though. I've heard I've heard everybody's, like, sob stories, and mm-hmm. I've listened, and every everybody. And that's one thing that... That's why I think that I'm, I'm 30. I'm not... You know, I'm only getting older, so I can really only learn from, like, these experiences. But I think part of what makes me patient and what makes me one of those people that is willing to, like, approach a relationship or a friendship with an open mind is because of who I've been surrounded with growing up. And my friends mm-hmm. were like my support system. They were my bad, you know, and I did that for them. And all my friends 
for the most part are successful and in you know driven and they challenge me and they get, I challenge them hopefully and it's definitely a very important aspect of life. I don't think you're necessarily like I know you think that you have like friendship flaws and you're just oh, busy. I do. You you have areas that you can you're work on. You're just as busy as I am, but you're still in a group me and talking to all your friends and do this and that and but I've right. always been that way though. Yeah. You know, and I've always because I wanted friends. I liked friends growing up. I didn't have there I was know. a point in time and where here I didn't I have am, a lot like, of friends. I went to community college for 3 years and it wasn't until my last semester where I was like, well, I could have been trying to be friends with these people. See, and I and nev- just, it never occurred to me to be friends. That might be like a little child. That might be the youngest child type of syndrome though. You might Why? just like being, I don't know, you might just like being solo. But if you if you really think that there's a part of you that does long for like friendships and does long for that type of connection and attachment it might be something you need to work on yeah. and maybe you just don't know, know what that. that is yet working on it trying you to are. figure that out you are and yeah, I think what's going to help it, it's going to things are challenging <laughs> they're tough babe but I, I think you working on your people skills in general with meeting strangers and because what what's, See, I'm good what's at that, one thing though. You, I'm good at like the the like not her too clients bring her gifts but like my clients are like I can do that that's like professional that's like my job I can I mean I enjoy that but I don't want to be that transactional with my friends but I don't want to like be too much with my friends I'm just like emotionally unavailable if it's most of the time I, that's that is true and there are people that just can't take other people's emotional stuff that is very true. And there's some people that just can't be emotional Like, with I can do it with my clients because it's yeah. like, oh, we're going to be together for but an hour. But it's transactional. Yeah. And then, like, that's it. And I'll the see you again in eight weeks. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. I can I can do that. You don't it's necessarily like schedule, have the time I don't have to, like, worry to put up about, with random stuff. I don't have to worry about them hitting me up in, like, the middle of the day and being like, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. uh God, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting on my couch, but I, I'm busy. Yeah. I just, I can't. I can't go. That might be something you need to work on, babe. It is something. I don't know where. I've been trying really hard to figure out where that comes from. Oh. You're okay. Ugh. You're all right. I think it probably has a lot to do with just being the younger child. I don't know. Stories you've shared with me. You probably like being in your own space. You can't. I mean, I don't blame you. It is hard. I think in in contrast to you, I did go out of my way a lot of times like in the past to make friends and I think that's probably why my friendships are as solid as they are is because I took the time to go out of my way and show that hey I do care I am right. a friend regardless of how we connect you know I have friends that uh I he like made a friend at the gym today or was that yesterday that he like day. got some dude's that's number just a kid. I was like what like okay but see I mean like, me and that guy have been like talking See, they've yeah. just been talking at the gym because well, they're at the a, gym together at the same a, time. Now they're friends. Now they have each other's numbers. They're he had a straight talk. edge. He had a straight edge shirt on. And yeah, I was like, and that's what hardcore, Brian's about. You listen to hardcore music? <laughs> yeah, listen to hardcore music. Cool, bro. What, what do you got? Let's and then, be like, friends. Yeah. It's just, you know. <laughs> it's come so easy. An effort, I guess. But, I mean, at the same time, though, I've again, I've always valued that. I've always yeah. valued that, being able to talk to somebody, find a connection, and then try and build a friendship. It doesn't always work, but then the ones that don't always work, I can still probably be like, hey, what's up, Mike? Yeah. You know, how, how you been? 
cool right. you doing good yeah we don't i don't make plans to hang out with and mike is just a random name but i don't make plans to hang out with subject a every time i go back to california but right. if i see subject a at a bar me and subject a are going to talk for 30 minutes and we're going to fucking reconnect and hang out that may be the only point that we have in each other's lives right. but i'm never going to not be uh, sociable or, or or approachable in situations like i don't i don't have that I always used There's to. There's th- no like social anxiety. There is, there uh-huh. is, because I want people to like me. But I'm never going to sacrifice uh, being social right. because of the anxiety. I might yeah. freak out about the reaction or how people view me or or how I'm being perceived. But right. I'm still going to interact because I know it's going to give me one of two results. I'm either going to get a friend or mm-hmm. it's just going to be an acquaintance, but I'm not going to be awkward. Yeah. Because and I'm then just going to put myself am, in like, that situation. Spending half an hour trying to figure, say out, the, a figure, out, the, figure out the right way to say, okay, I'll be there soon. <laughs> Literally I mean, like, babe, can you text this for me? I just, I just don't know what to say. He was like, what are you trying to say? I'm like, I'm trying to say yes. I just don't know how. <laughs> but you've never, Ugh. you've never done that. And so to just, that's a curve. That's just a learning curve you're going to have oh. to get on. It's rough. But, no, but it, it is rough, and it's challenging. That's your challenge. That's mm-hmm. your next little roadblock, I'm sure, that you, that's going to be bringing itself. I have set that as my intention for this year. Last year was to focus on, like, me and create, creativity and, like, getting out of my box, which I did. Now it's going to be how do I have friends. And what's something that you've been, again, it's not frequently and every same day, every single week, but you and me have been gone, have gone out frequently with your friends. Yeah, I would say we've gone out a couple times since I would say since October, more times than we probably did all of like last year between October and now. Yeah, I mean, was it Jamie's birthday? Whose birthday was it? We went to at the at the hideout. Someone's birthday, Maggie's birthday, Kelly's birthday. Oh yeah, Kelly. Yeah, I was Kelly's like, birthday. "Where's the hideout?" And, and then we went to <laughs> yes, Kelly's I mean, birthday. The couple work parties that you had. We were hanging out with Jamie and Alex the other day. Like, you are. You're finding your niche. You just take your time. I'm really quick to right off the bat make friends and connections because that's what I've been doing my whole life. Right. That's what I had to do. That's what I do now with work. I have to get find a connection with someone. Find a an in. I get in. Whatever. I play my role. Yeah. See, You're I very like my, methodical. I like my you like your close, close friends. Yes. I can't, I'm not like a super, like, I just can't be friends with everybody. Yes, you can't. Like, I, I can be, I'll be nice to you for sure. I'll be there when you need me, if you need me for anything ever. Like, sure, hit me up. Like, I'm happy to help, but I just can't, I don't know. I work in a salon with like 30 girls and there's 15 of them probably never have had a, like more than three or four conversations with like in full-on like conversations like See, but there's like half of them that I'm that's like crazy to me. that know me pretty well or you know I, and just like a couple that know me really well yeah. that I enjoy talking to and being around but I mean and it's funny because we're all very similar people and I'm sure they all there's all these weird I want to draw like a chart with like everybody and their like a relationship web of like everybody in the (laughs) The salon it would make it would be really complicated but like really glorious 
I don't know, part of me wants to do that. Just and that's me, like trying to organize how friends work. You're just you're, I like to be very like compartmentalized. I don't like to mix work with friends. I don't like even though I have work friends, but it's I don't I just get worried that if you're my friend and we have some sort of something, it's gonna carry over into work and then that's gonna make work awkward and I'm not gonna yeah, be able to focus. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, anxiety. You yeah. Just, you have the fear of conflict in whatever form. It could yep. be, even if it's like not, you're you're literally imagining conflicts right now. Like I you know. Don't, you're not even in a position where you would be at conflict with anyone. You're just afraid of it because I you've know. probably ha- experienced it in the past. And what's crazy too is that kind of ties back to... Uh, hardcore music? Not hardcore, but like the... <laughs> no, but like what... Yellow card. What? Yeah, and it, it no, it, it does, it ties back to just kind of the whole subject of the, of the podcast. And that's something that... I mentioned it earlier, but I'm going to mention it again. I'm glad that this podcast is finally taking shape into this. I provide experiences or I provide information about experiences or about situations, and I hope people just take something from it. Right. And I think it's important to point out that we were discussing about how we feel that our relationship is successful, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a social butterfly. I fucking go out and talk to everybody, and I have to put, make sure that my name's known. I see everybody in the room. I can analyze, and and I have like the whole picture in my head, and I just get to make sure that I play my part appropriately, right? Right. And I do that. You don't like making friends. Feel that you don't want to. I wanna, do like making friends. You do like making friends, but you, I, I picture us at like if we were at we were throwing a party at oh, our house. There's nobody. You would be, they're like making sure everybody's having like a great time. There's party over here. We're doing beer pong back there. Oh, do you need a beer? Let me help you out. And I would be like having my little one-on-ones host. with like different people, like chilling, making there's not sure many people that, that everyone's really out. like attentive or like having fun. Like if there's someone chilling in the corner alone, I'll be the one that will go over there and be like, hey, like what's up? Let me be your friend if you know nobody else is. There's nobody or, that really rides a party. When I say ride a party, like. <laughs> from beginning to end is just the most even flow throughout the event than you and me. I'm and I'm I'm tooting the horns there. I think you and me <laughs> when we go to when we go to events or social gatherings or like parties and we're together, we blow that we place up. We just like make eye contact throughout it, like you good, be, you good. Yep. Help, but we, we we do the introductions. <laughs> hey, have you met Becca? It's my girlfriend. Hey, this is Brian, my boyfriend. Cool. Hey, you should meet him. Boom. And we're just, I feel that we flow in those situations so well because you do. You avoid, I, I trust you avoid you. being in the middle. I trust you yes. to like yes. be like you. Yep. Yep. And I know I can I, I, just, I can ride off. I know you're gonna you're doing. be doing. I know your you can talk there. for and do a speech, <laughs> and I can just stand there and listen. I'm like perfect. You're, I know you'll grab the attention. <laughs> My for social anxiety. Dwindles. A minute spurt here, a minute spurt there, and I just have to pepper in like the the context. Like you'll be doing something, I'll provide a little bit of thing, and you'll steal the show. And like we just we play. But what I was getting at is, like. We talk about how we feel that our relationship is okay and it's working well, and who knows? That's just your and mine's perspective as of right now. But you're so different than I am, mm-hmm. and that's just it. There's fucking eight billion people on the planet. Everybody's going to be different to an extent. It's right. about finding that same frequency and that same level. And like you are, you're you're and you have a tough time it. with friends, and you have a tough time being in those situations. You and me together when it comes to friends. 
fine. But that's why I like really, really look good. to you. I I know I can learn from you and look up to you. Yes, and yes. And that's like why it works. And like you're you're challenging, but I can ask you questions. I can you teach me so much. And your approach to your tasks that you have to handle or your challenges and like how you approach that reserved I'm going to take back and observe. I admire that because you've if anything have taught me to kind of take a step back and like just you don't always have to be super oh, you don't always have to react <laughs> yeah or you don't yeah. always have to be super Stressed. into something or attentive to something you can kind of sit back and take that observer that observation perspective or that i'm just a spectator here let it happen yeah i'm just gonna kind of kick back it's gonna be okay that's what's also important i think to learn though is it takes There's only so many things you can control and literally and with the how only different thing is you. <laughs> and with how different people are you, you can't you can't have you can't go into a relationship or into a career or into a, a lifestyle change you can't go into anything expecting to control every aspect of it or expecting to manipulate or make it how you want exactly to a T you have to go into any situation you're going into with just that all right well I can only control myself. I'm here, yeah, and this, I'm here for the ride. That's all that fucking matters. If Mm -hmm. it's fast and I get scared, cool, I got to kind of deal with it. And I think that you and me kind of have that mindset towards life with the end goal of just becoming better in whatever aspect we want to get better at. And that's why our relationship works. I think it's important that you find somebody out there if you are looking for a relationship or if you're looking for that commitment, find somebody that that shares something with you. And then take that thing and grow on it. And if you don't know what you share, fucking ask questions until you find something you do yes. share. Figure and it if out. you don't share something, move along. Exactly. Move along. Maybe it's not. There Just is somebody go. out there that is going to work for you. Definitely put an effort. Again, it's a give and a take. You're going to give and you will receive, but don't expect to just do one. Don't it's, expect to just give. Don't expect to just receive. You have to be on that. You have to be the yin to the yang. It's that balance. Common chaos, the balance, the, ba- <laughs> the chaos and the order. Like I bought a chaos hat today. Yeah, she did. Chaos coordinator is what it says, and it's it fits and beautifully. It was so random. It so was. Random. It I, was. I found it. I was like, oh, I need this. It's great. Um, fuck. I, I now that we're like almost wrapping up, and like it yeah. has a nice little message and a bow, and like just go out there and be somebody. I feel just like we're disgusting. I feel you can <laughs> like we're just. I feel like we just. It. Spewed out a whole bunch of like nonsense. The last thing on my notes that we had to talk about was figure skating, and I oh. don't know why I wrote that. No, because the Olympics. <laughs> so it's this is also kind of well, weird. Find a uh, find I've, a dance partner. Find a fucking life dance. Someone that loves to like watch the Olympics with someone you. Someone that can hold you and caress you like those two figure skaters that won gold from Canada. Yeah. Yep. Find someone like a Canadian figure skater. Just go find weird. a Canadian figure skater. That's weird. But anyways, no, <laughs> no we were talking about figure skating because we're big Olympic fans. The Olympics are on right now. Um, uh, the Winter Olympics. We we particularly like uh, weird sports. When like I don't know because we like figure what? skating, curling, fi- cur- well, curling. We also we got into like we got into the figure skating, and then we also watched. Um, what else did we record? The snowboarding. No, 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 no. But like not of the Olympics, but we recorded oh. uh, the dog show. Well, yeah, that's yeah, we, yeah. We record dog shows. Um, we recorded the gymnastics. We were all into oh, the yeah, gymnastics duh. during the summer Olympics. Everyone loves the gymnastics, yeah. and it's the best, the best thing. And so the Olympics are on right now, and I think it's I 
particularly was paying attention to the whole Russia thing for the Olympics this year, just because of the sports aspect, obviously, and that their whole entire country being banned for substance abuse, um, obviously. So that was my like introduction to the Olympics this year. Uh, I mean, I watch them for the sports. I'm a I'm a sports fan, so I enjoy the athleticism that goes into the sports and the accomplishments that the athletes are achieving. And obviously, the Olympics is the pinnacle of like athletic achievements, especially because you're out there representing not only just your sport but your country. You know, and that's that's a pretty powerful thing right now. So we've been on the Olympics. Figure skating has been fire. Sean White has been fire. Sean White is he's a fire. beast. He's a beast. If there's anybody out there that's just like Sean the Olympics White. should be Sean White's event for this year. Like he, his performance going in to qualify for the Olympics was fantastic. His performance last night was fantastic. And I, I just want to know what Sean White's personal life is like. That's it. I mean, I that kid's know. been killing it for years, dude. And since he was young too, I since know. he was like 12, 13, just been smashing. I, I wonder how many. <laughs> Honestly, that's what I want to know. What? <coughs> Sean, Becca just Sean wants White. to know how fucking Sean White's fucking Sean pipe White. game is, I guess. I, we know his pipe game's great. Has He's to just be. got a goal. He's got a goal in a half pipe, but it's only a half pipe, not a full pipe. Watch, what if he's just like super, if he's a virgin. Oh, God, no, no way. way. Wasn't he, <laughs> did you ever see that clip of him on, uh, on, uh, it was like some newscast where he was like 19, and he was know. like, oh, I'm on the plane, we drink some champagne, this, that, oh, yeah, and the newscaster yeah, yeah. was like, aren't you 19? And yeah. he was like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sean White, you're my spirit animal. Seriously, dude, the kid is ridiculous. I wish Sean White was my spirit animal. I'm not. He's like totally opposite. He's like snowboarder. Snow. He's like, like a ginger I hate, snowboarder. I hate snow. <laughs> um, I'm. He probably has a way more popping. I don't know. Personal life. I mean, he's a probably. professional athlete. So I know. He's definitely that got a more popping, really exciting, more popping personal life. That sounds really cool. Uh, I mean, but there's also this weird contrast oh, gotcha, of like, but Sean he's White's gonna be on my vision board. Sean White's killing it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Sean White's killing the game. I want to be Sean White. I guess. You sound like you want to be in Sean White is what it sounds like. Be in him? Yeah. Because, you're, you know, you're into weird shit, so. What? You would know. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one that likes it. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Okay, let's end this all right, Anyways. Uh, That's not true at all. That's hey, why. be open sexually, guys, when you're trying to <laughs> listen to some stuff. <laughs> My mom's going to listen to this. Is she? Probably. Oh, dang. I'll edit that part out. Don't edit. I don't edit. <laughs> Sorry, Liz. Sorry, sorry, Liz and JD and whoever else might be listening Yikes. to the podcast. Relationships, though, hey, know that know that we're happy. Know that we, we don't do fucking shit, love our life, and yeah, we're excited for everything and for Sean White's glorious snowboarding accomplishments. I he know. won the hundredth Olympic gold medal for the United States, so the United States in Olympic Winter Olympic history has a hundred gold medals now. That thanks to Sean White. Thank you, Sean White. The figure skating was fire. They were. I don't know. I think there's more on tonight. There is. Well, we have a bunch of shit recorded too. Yeah. I hope so. The Olympics. If ever anybody's watching the Olympics, let us know what your sport is. We also watched this weird like cross country skiing. Oh my gosh! Yes. Where they like walk. Miserable. Yeah, it looked miserable, and they were going how far? 18 kilometers 18 kilometers in 16 degree weather but it yep. felt like negative one yeah which sounds like a nightmare yeah it me. does it's probably like 70 degrees in this room right now and i'm cold yeah i have goosebumps you do you've been that way too Freezing. you've been cold i'm sorry I they know. turned the heater on 
No, they didn't. Uh, no, they did. I went out and I looked oh, okay. and it was on. But it was at Clearly 64 and they wanted, Ooh. they set it to 76. So. Yikes. Whew, hard life. I know. I could not do a winter. <laughs> Fuck the snow. It snowed here in Austin twice this year. Oh, so that's another thing. Also so freezing. Yeah. What what what's your uh, view on California? Everybody knows that we're from California. Me? Where? Yeah. I, what do you? How's Austin? We've been in Austin for April. We'll start our third year. We've been out here two years fully so far. We're enjoying it. Yeah, we came out 2016. So April starts our third years. year. No, this is going to start our second year. No. Yeah. This April will be the completion of our second year. No. Yeah, because we came out here 2016 in April. So oh. one year was April 2017. This right. April will be the completion of our second, starting our third. Okay. Been out here full yes. two years, okay. going into our third. Got How it. do you like it? It snowed twice this winter. Burn. You don't like snow, but it wasn't that bad. It's been really, really cold, though. It has. And fucking I'm just hoping it gets warm. Pawtucket Phil, or whatever his stupid name is, saw Puxatawney? the... Puxatawney? Phil. A Pawtucket's... Pawtucket. Family guy. The Pawtucket clam. They're from Pot, the Pawtucket... I'm pretty sure it's family guy. They're from Quahog. I know, but Pawtucket is something well, in there. Anyways, uh, he saw a shadow, so it's going to stay cold for a while. Ugh. But Austin is. Austin, I mean, obviously, hair. You got your hair Calif- out here. You're, I mean, I'd say Austin is just like the land of opportunity. It is right now. That's what it is. And it's an awesome place to be right now. At this point in like our lives, in a lot of people's lives, people yeah. that are just starting out, like this is the place to be, yeah. honestly. It, it is. It really, really is. I mean, where else, where in the desert would we be able to come into some random ass church and do a podcast. Right. Yeah. And rent I it mean, out for like that's, whatever. That's, that's all set up. That's and a all handicap dope. to the desert though, just because the desert's a desert. Well, and it's whatever. in a corner. But there's there's not I mean if you were in LA you could do that. If you were in Denver for cheap. New York. Yeah. I mean that's and that's just it. Like this Austin is an, a Los Angeles. It's a New York City. It's a Denver. It's a Seattle. It's one of those progressive up and coming booming cities. And it's still affordable for now, though. And it's, and it's getting expensive. And it's getting it is expensive, growing. but we're here at the right time, I think, for us. Whether yeah. we're here forever, I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Texas, it's, Texas isn't really my favorite state, I, but I love Austin. I want to be somewhere warm, that's all. Yeah. Forever. Just warm. Warm and cozy. <clears throat> going back to the desert? I'm going back in March. Jealous. I know. I wanted you to go, but you're gonna start your thing. You're gonna start your schooling. I'm gonna start some my life, my career. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I have a career. Yeah, I mean for the for now, you again, you may not you may not be doing it in five years. You may have a different path. I think. Do you do you ever do you ever think about that? Do you ever think like obviously you're not you're not thinking like too you're not setting plans too long term. Right. But I mean. If something else came along that you considered a challenge and a risk and it took you away from hairstyle, would you, would you do it? I think it would still be something related to hair and the beauty industry. I, yeah. I don't think I'll stray from that. So I, you like that industry? I like, yeah, just because I like that I can I can do whatever I want with it. I, I could see me going down an education route for sure. I think that would be... You did, and that's something new. That would be like... Yeah, that is a new idea that I have, and I think that would be really fulfilling, and I think that's one of the things that's really motivating me to learn as much as I can right now and to be the best that I can be so that I can give that to other people. That's that's what I want. I feel totally cool and calm and collected 90% of the time as a person, 
and I think obviously I still have some things to work on and everyone always will and always does but I think I at one point will be able to give back in a meaningful way and that's that's what I want I'm right now soaking it all in so I can just give it all back with my own little like twist on it or right. whatever. You're the flower taken in the sun and the rain and right, all the ready to bloom nutrients. or whatever the whatever. <laughs> yes, that exactly. That's me. That's where I'm at right now. Okay. So, I think it'll if I could predict my life probably yeah, I'd say maybe like 10 years, 8, 10 years from now probably trying to teach still in the industry. In some capacity. Still in the beauty industry? Yeah. Okay. If I want to I think maybe at that point, too, I might, maybe if it's really calling me, I might go back to school and try and just get a degree just to have one. I yeah. think that would be cool. That's, like, a goal that I have, like, in the back of my mind that I play around with. I don't know what it would be in yet, but once I'm just going to let that come to me as it does because I'm sure I will decide on something that is really interesting that I do That's want to the path study. That I'm kind of... But it, I don't know what that is yet, yeah. and God knows that when I didn't know what it was like before, it didn't work. So I'm not gonna force that. But yeah. I'm open to it, and I I want a bachelor's. I do. I really do. Like yeah. I spent a lot of time working towards that. Just it's just another this point in my life doesn't yeah. just wasn't where it was at now. But I want. I do want it someday. It's an accomplishment yeah. to to get that. And Maybe I'll get it in business and then yeah. open a fucking salon. There yeah. we go. That what I, if there's a if there's a message you take away from this because we're wrapping it up, it's just, you just kind of kind of live your life. You can't live your truth. You live your truth. Live your two stickers have been made. Oh fuck yes. Yes, live your two stickers have been made. Commonchaos.net. Uh, they should truth. be available th- tomorrow. They should be available tomorrow on there. Yes. Um, give them to all your friends too, since that's yeah, your thing, your guys' your thing to live your truth. Um, but I think if there's anything that gets taken away from this, that's supposed to be impactful, it's just that you need to live your life. You need mm-hmm. to live your life and understand that there's infinite amount of possibilities and it's all about finding that flow. And yeah. sometimes finding that flow means you got to meet people. You got to put yourself in uh, you risky situations, Make challenging situations, boards, test read yourself, books. read books, constantly, constantly uh, absorb, absorb, be a sponge and, and, and keep what's meaningful. And what's meaningful for you may not be meaningful for everybody, but there's there's value and there's meaning in everything. And if and there's a situation you don't want to be in, fucking get out. Ask yep. for help if you have to. If you have to. Figure it out. Hey, that's Move another on. big... I'm, I'm glad we had this Ask conversation. Romance, love, relationships, life. We covered it. We're getting done, babe. We're cool. coming up on I two hours. Us. It's already four o'clock. Thank you, for, thank you for doing this with me. Thank you, babe. Thanks for having me. I love you. I'm glad. I'm glad that you you came on, and and I'm proud of you. I've said it without you being on the show, and I know you listen to it. (laughs) Thanks, babe. I'm going to say with you on the show, I'm very proud of you, and you inspire me to work hard and become better and improve improve myself and improve uh, the work that I do and that I put in, and you push me, and I appreciate that, and I love you for it. Thank you, babe. I love you, too. Very important. I appreciate everything that you do to push me and... Make me better. Okay. Couldn't do any of this without you. I'm Happy glad. Valentine's Day. I love you. Happy Valentine's Day. We can stop being derpy. I know you guys are probably tired of it. Uh, commonchaos.net for all your common chaos needs. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Talked about relationships. Talked about life. Uh, following just being challenged and being tested and, and, and living a life. And really just 
taking opportunity and understanding that you're not going to be able to pick and choose when you win and, and, and when you lose, and you just got to be along on the ride with it. And I think you had a lot of good insight, babe. Thank you. I think you're, you're, you're on your way to, to making big things happen. Obviously, you said in 10 years you might be educating. We're going to do several podcasts in the future. We'll follow you along your path and, and see where <laughs> you go and see where the where the beauty industry takes you. And yep. we are going to... Who knows? Yeah. I might hate it. We're going to be along the ride. Hey, and we're going to know. We're going to hear about it. And you'll I get to learn, you'll get to learn so. from, from what her experiences are. And... Uh, yeah, that's about it. I will be back for another episode tomorrow. That's right. You guys get two episodes in two days. I will be back tomorrow with my good friend, Garrett Patrick, who used to work with me at T-Mobile. Um, he now is a personal assistant for a uh, venture fund capitalist. Uh, I believe it's an owner of a, of a venture capitalist. Um He's the personal assistant for him, so he's been immediately thrusted into the millionaire world. He is at big events and following this guy to big things and basically just helping this dude run his business, which is very important. Garrett was, uh, he, he's a very passionate guy, uh, very smart kid, and uh, is really finding his, his place in life right now and is, is riding this, this wave of opportunity that he's been given. And he's taking advantage of it. And he'll be on the show tomorrow. So he's going to talk about living, living uh, close truth. to a millionaire. He's living his truth. And he's working hand in hand every single day with, with a millionaire and someone that has their shit together and is producing and, and making, the, making something of themselves. And Garrett gets firsthand knowledge of it. Cool. So he's coming on. He's talking about it. He's going to talk about the Super Bowl. Big sports fan, so we're going to cover co- cover some sports and Big yeah, Dick Nick. just talk about life. Talk about Big Dick Nick winning the Super Bowl. I talked about that last week. I know. Yeah, he's that was a good game. That was good. We don't have time for that though. We don't have time for that on this shit. Anyways, yeah, commonchaos.net for all your needs. Uh, follow Becca. Becca obviously is starting her hair, her her beauty industry career is taking off. Uh, these yes. are the highlights. Is her yep. Instagram handle for her for her professional for her business. Uh, for her hair, um, you can check her out at Rebecca Becca. Is that what it is on Instagram? Yeah, that's my normal one. Rebecca Becca is the normal one on Instagram, and then Rebecca Manley on Facebook. Um, no, I'm Becca Manley on Facebook. Oh, Becca Manley on Facebook. I know. I'm complicated. I'm no, sorry. no, no, no. The, also, follow our dog, Yes, Aurora, Aurora Pup. So that's A dot R-O-R dot A dot Pup. I know it's kind of complicated, but it's our dog, Aurora. She's sweet. She's sweet. She has an Instagram. If you need something to smile about during your day, scroll through her Instagram. She's the sweetest. Yeah. It's a cute little dog, and we take funny little photos and make captions, and it's cute. So Aurora Pup on Instagram. <laughs> These are the highlights. Becca's Instagram. Uh, the Common Chaos on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for all the Common Chaos stuff. CommonChaos.net for all your needs. We got merch up. Uh, we are going to be hitting the SoCal Psychout Festival in March, March 16th, 17th, and 18th. That's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, the, the pre-sale tickets, the $40 discounted tickets are gone. They have been sold nice. out, but you can still go through Eventbrite and get your tickets. So that's SoCal Psychout. That is spelled obviously SoCal S O C I L. Psychout is spelled uh, P S Y C H E O U T. Uh, a bunch of different vendors, a bunch of different artists, and a bunch of different. Uh, just it's a big weekend long festival. Um, very uh, holistic oriented, very uh, electronic and reggae and uh, bass oriented. And it's going to be a fantastic time. We're going to have a bunch of vendors and, and yoga practitioners and artists out there. My sister's going to be out there doing some artwork. I'm going to be out there with a the booth. We're going to be interviewing bands, interviewing artists. And yeah, being California, doing the whole thing again. And that's about it. Becca's starting her, her apprenticeship, her assistance program at, at uh, Urban Betty. 
big things coming. Appreciate you guys listening, Thank tuning you. in, and we love you guys. Love you. Yeah, catch you guys tomorrow.